Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Switching Stances. I'm one of your hosts, Tyler, joined by my good friend, my co-host, Gaz. How are you, mate? I'm doing well, man. I'm doing well. I'm excited. We had a great card. Dude, I... I Right off the bat, I've not been so giddy after a card. In, so, Nick, in yeah. spite of the result, bro, I have been absolutely buzzing 24... Recording Same. time, 24 hours on from the fight day. I've watched the main event six times. Um, I have not been able to get it out of my mind. Just the event, the atmosphere, obviously my country and my countrymen, like, it just meant the world. It was just a special event that meant so much, and it delivered incredibly. It just delivered incredibly on so many fronts. Um it wasn't perfect. There was a few disappointments here and there. Of course, the result of the main event for me, but at the same time, the best loss of all time, one might say. One would say the greatest loss in history yeah. of mixed martial arts. I think that's um, I think that's pretty easy to say. And I don't know. I don't I don't feel like he lost. No, no. Like in my heart, I just don't feel like he lost. It is what it is. Uh, but at the end of the day, I was just buzzing about the success of the event, the success of the fighters from Australia, a lot of them, not all of them, we'll get to that. And Hmm. a big thing, just more than anything, the crowd, the atmosphere, and the hospitality that my country gave the UFC meant a lot to see how much the fighters from um, other countries enjoyed being here enjoyed the process of it here and it makes us a good country for the UFC to want to come back to it's a massive flight but they keep coming back obviously they've been gone three years because of COVID but they keep coming back to this part of the world Australia New Zealand and there's a reason for that like even though it's so far away we deliver every time and this was our biggest we've ever delivered by far I'd say it felt special but what, what are your reactions 24 hours after that fight card, UFC 284 Volkanovski versus Mahachev. I mean, the biggest thing for me is that it had no right to deliver that hard. I was no. going in expecting some pretty fucking middling fights. Um, obviously, we were meant to have Rob Whittaker, we were meant to have Kaikara France, and we yep. didn't. Um, instead, we had like two, we had like a, a huge top 15 huge like, heavyweights. Yeah. Robert Whittaker's the, been the face of Australian MMA for so long, the first King USC world champion. Like, losing him was big, but fuck. And Kaikara France is off the back of the title fight, too. So it's like, they're both big top fivers now. And no Dan Hooker either. People were hoping for no. Dan Hooker, too. No, that is a shame. But. Um, in spite of that, the three that I was looking forward to were fucking fantastic. And honestly, honestly, the unranked light heavyweights did their job. And so, sorry, the unranked heavyweights. Oh no. Yeah, they were heavyweights. Did their job. Yeah, the unranked heavyweights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, yeah, I thought the whole main card absolutely delivered. The first, like, look, the, the first fight, we'll get, we'll break it down individually, but that first fight was a bit weird. I'll, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll give it a pass. Like, you know, it wasn't bad, but it was it was on the edge. Um, and, it, like, if it went on another round, it would have been bad. Like, it would have sure. just got... Yeah, but yeah. it was pretty incredible at moments. And then the rest of the card 
first round finish, first round finish, second round finish. And then for me, and, and there's bias here, and there'll be bias throughout this whole show if you don't know that after the first episode of this the first time <laughs> tuning in. Um, we're fucking biased. Uh, I'm certainly biased to Australian and New Zealand fighters and anyone else that I just love, for that matter. Um, but I just... That main event, what it meant for mixed martial arts, take out who it is. Take out the countries they're from. Just describe... If you describe that to me one day... A champion in another weight division will move up to fight the champion in the other weight division. They're the current number one, number two, pound for pound. The higher division titles on the line. The lower weight class champion is the pound for pound number one. They're putting that on the line in a super fight. I'd be like, wow, sign me up. I don't even need to know who that is. But then you tell me it's my countryman. It's Alexander the Great Volkanovsky. The, the face of MMA in this part of the world. Hmm. He's incredible. And to do it against an Islam Makachev, hmm. like, he's a huge name with his attachment to Khabib, the second biggest star in the history of the sport. You know, like, they're known, yeah. their team's known. Volk, as a team's known with the Izzy attachment, Dan, like, one of the most popular teams today, as you said, Kai Kara France, Dan Hooker, Tyson Pedro. Uh, Brad Riddell like there's so many great fighters from that team and even more up and coming and it just was like so much on the line two countries facing off two teams decorated multiple time world champion teams fighting off especially the Dagestani team that air of, of invincibility was on the line like it just the whole weight of it and the biggest thing of all no one giving Volk a shot. Fucking yep. no one giving Volk a shot. And then the fight delivering, the crowd delivering, the moment I've been waiting for in a decade of watching MMA was a world champion defender on home soil. Rob did it, but lost in a bad way. So it was sort of like, fuck, we've been waiting for this. But then with Volk, it was di this felt different. This felt like... It wasn't against Izzy. It wasn't in a weird stadium environment. It wasn't... Like that that fight when I look back felt weird. And Which fight, sorry? The Rob Whitaker Israel Adesanya first fight. Okay. Like it like I just had bad vibes. Rob had been coming off so many like pullouts and injuries and I'd had I, there was a bad taste in your mouth from like events. I'd I'd bought two tickets to two events, including a Perth one, then the Melbourne one, and Rob had pulled out of both. So I didn't even buy... I'd, I was pulled back. As much as I was into that fight, I was just pulled back from that event and the sort of homecoming it would be for our first world champion. And in mm -hmm. fighting Izzy as well, a lot of New Zealanders, like it was just a... It was, it, was, it was different. Whereas this was like three years of COVID waiting, UFC comes back, Australian MMA, New Zealand MMA has exploded in that three years. Mm. And Volk to defend coming out to down under like you'd been waiting for that moment that walk out that fight everything man like oh a walk it's 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 tw it's tw again 24 hours or just over 24 hours removed i am like it might be my favorite fight of all time yeah i'm feeling it it might, it might be my favorite fight in mma history I'm not saying I'm it's the best. That. I'm feeling that. I'm I think not it's, saying it's I the think best. It's the highest level, for sure, the highest level. Yeah, yeah. I, like, like, who, when else have people, have two fighters with that, like, all you can think of, I think, is Volk Holloway as the other ones where it's like, 
two people the, who are the... so fucking good within yeah. their brackets. You know, like yeah, who else yeah, is I, that I good? You're saying the, the closest I would say would be John Jones, Daniel Cormier fighting. That's sure, the but you've got, then you talk about I, drugs. You know? Yeah, no, of course. Like it's not the same. It's not as good. But the no. closest we're talking about, I've seen it come to. I think even more than Volk Holloway because. I don't know, maybe... I think Volk's that much better than Holloway. I think he proved that in the third I think he fight. is now. Yes, he is now. I get I get what you're saying, but... Yeah, I don't know. I just felt like... And maybe that is a... It didn't age well bias that I have. Um, but I don't know. I just look at John Jones and Daniel Cormier. That would be my next next tier down. Not that it matters. It's, it's where, where, you know... Tomato, tomato. Yeah. Really. I just, think, are, I just think... Max Holloway's obviously one of the best to ever do it. Um... You know, he's a legend. He's a Hall of Famer. So you're 100% right. High, high, high level MMA. I just think also you've got to be, to get to the top of the lightweight and featherweight divisions, you've got to be so good. Like, light heavyweight isn't that. As much as I'd love it, like, yeah. As much as I respect the individual abilities of Daniel Cormier and John Jones, um, they they weren't fighting guys like Vulcan Islam before. You know, yeah, it it's and, it is so different. You're right, it is so different. So is, yeah, um, I think highest level fight of all time, and I'm I'm just, oh, it was a, I was going in expecting to be crushed after that fight. I was you were, dude. You were like literally texting me before the fight started, saying, "Time for sad." At least we got yep. Jack. Once Jack won, you were like, "At least we got Jack," and I'm like, mm-hmm. "Dude, I." I, I sat there and you'll see it in the reaction videos when we finally get that out. It was supposed to be out today at the time of recording, but it'll be out mm. after this podcast. Um, Jared, I'm I'm, a, I'm an emotional guy. I get very into it. I have I still have the Australian flags up in my living room for that fight. <laughs> like I'm in I'm a I'm a fucking true blue. I love my country. I am an emotional guy and I am a nervous guy when I watch fights. But Jared was more nervous than me. I was sitting there like. Like tense, but like calm. And Jared says, how the hell are you? How, how the hell? I've never been more nervous than you for a fight. And I'm like, it's because I believe, bro. <laughs> I'm telling you, I fucking believed, Gaz. I I believed and I told you. You did. I told you. You did tell me. I, I believed oh. that he was that good. Like, and again, if I'm being honest, outside of bias, I didn't know if he was good enough to win, but I'm like, he is not losing by domination. It will not happen. It will not fucking happen that way. I just knew that in my heart. I'm like, there's no... I can't picture in my mind Volkanovski getting dominated. And even when what Islam I- was in dominant positions in that fight, it never felt like he was dominating Volk. I can give you no. a one-minute period of that fight where it felt like Volkanovski was dominating Islam Markachev. And that's... Mm-hmm. Like it's hard for me to look at that and be like Volkanovski's wor- a worse fighter. He's not. No, he's not. He's very much not that. <laughs> like it's, it was an incredible, incredible performance. And like I have great things to say about both of these guys. And like you said, highest level of them may ever been displayed in a fight. I I have to agree with you. Plus, in my bias of being Australian, the drama, the backdrop of it being in Australia, the walkout. It felt like the, everything we deserved. Like, it didn't even matter the result of the fight. We no. deserved that moment of that walkout. The crowd delivered. They knew their job and fucking delivered. Volk delivered. Like, I haven't felt that aura 
And and it's not the same in terms of star power, not even close. And I'm not comparing that way, but aura of invincibility, aura of a fighter and connection to a country and crowd. I have not felt that since Conor McGregor. Like when Alex got up onto the cage and turned around and put his arms up and that crowd was going ballistic after like singing out the chorus of Down Under. Dude, I felt goosebumps all over my body and I'm like, I haven't felt this way when a, got a fighter turns around to the crowd like that with the arms out since Conor McGregor. That's, that felt like that mm-hmm. level. That level of importance. That level of big. It was that level of crowd love, for sure. It was like the crowd were so in reverence of Volkanovski. And it was beautiful to watch. It, I, I haven't seen... Like, I think we're a pretty good crowd over here. We don't do that for our countrymen. We don't shit out that hard for them. Maybe yeah. we will for Leon. I don't know. I don't know how loved Leon is, really. He's there's no really... way. There's, dude, there's no, no way you can compare Leon Edwards... Who got three piece soded, by the way, in his home country? You like it's just tough. Sure. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what you. I mean, yeah, like sure. Uh, if we're gonna go with that. We're gonna go with something yeah, that yeah. happened backstage. If you're in the mark <laughs> against him. No, I, I just it's it's totally different. Like it's Leon totally different, obviously sure. had a big moment, but it was uh, he was losing the but, fight badly. Yeah, where well, you're talking about Volk and and. And no, I mean, again, bias, I'd say an Australian connection with Volk is stronger than... The only person I can compare it to is Conor McGregor. That's how yeah, it felt. I think that's it, how I it think felt. The only person that's maybe more of a connection to their country is Conor McGregor. That's it. No other fighter I've ever seen in the UFC has had that connection with the crowd before and that love and that like dude when he was walking out he finally came out to the crowd and he put his hands out and all the fucking lads were there and it felt like dude it felt like he was grabbing the energy of the boys like that's how it felt like he's like we're all here we're all fighting bro wow it was just all the boys were so in love with him you just felt the bro man love the mateship it's one of the key parts of being australian is mateship and that's how it felt between Volk and the Australian crowd that was there I'm so upset I couldn't be in that crowd to be a part of that moment but watching from home my god was it beautiful my god was it beautiful I can't get over it I can't be sad after it I can't in spite of Islam coming away with the win I can't be sad about it and I refuse to be sad about it because it was awesome it was so awesome and he, and, they, he fought. and they should run it back. The thing is, right, I think you look at, say, Islam versus Oliveira, and you know yeah. what you're going to get out of that fight. You know yeah. what Oliveira's going to try and do. You know what Islam's going to try and do. With Volkanovski, he changes who he is between fights oh, so fucking drastically. Did he, in he, the middle he of the not, fight? In, in the, the middle yeah, of the yeah, fight. for sure, for sure. But, like, you know, he's he did gone it in this from... fight. He did it in this fight. He changed yeah, who he yeah, was yeah. more than once. But I, I loved, like, just for example, like, take his low kicks and how he'd hit him out on the end of his combinations. He'd do his, like, shifting right hook to left straight slash overhand, and then he'd finish it off with a kick. And do that kick it, was just, it was just all disguising it to make sure Islam couldn't snatch him up like... Um, he was on the outside did. angle so far that he mm. was n- no risk of getting taken down. 
Islam would have had to reach really low to do that, and Islam, Islam's mm. way too disciplined to risk dropping his head and his arms down. Like yeah, that. like yeah. it was just it, the risk reward wasn't there, so he was just able to land it really clean. And when when he when he came out doing that, my th- my big thing was like, oh, he's gonna get his way into a clinch. He's gonna box yep. his way into a clinch, and then Islam's got him because he's so Islam is so good in the clinch, and Volk. Yep. Just fucking shucked it off every, like, nearly every time. Better in the clinch. He, like, maybe he didn't need. Volk had way but... more clinch control time if you're talking, like, collar tie. Like, yeah. that sort of clinch. Whereas when Islam was in the clinch, it was, like, um, around the ribs, ar- around the body, or an over-under. Yeah. Like, whereas the collar tie, when it was really up in the collar tie, Volk was winning that sort of clinch battle all day. Islam only had the clinch when he was going for a takedown. He never just tried to get him in the clinch and beat him up against the fence. That was only Volk doing that. Yeah, pretty much. And, and I that also was loved, important, and I thought, to the scoring as a viewer of the fight. Mm. Didn't come through clearly in that. We'll get into that um, as well. But I guess... To, to, let's go in order. Let's let's do this in order. I, I have a bit of... A, I did write a bit of a list. I, I know I said I wouldn't yeah. do this, but I, did, I had some questions for you. Yeah, um, and things I really wanted to touch on because I, I, in my head, I was like, today, oh, on my lunch break at work, and I was thinking to myself, I'm gonna forget this point. I need to write this down so I make sure I mm. address it, um, and I want to hear your thoughts on it. Okay. Firstly, who do you think won the fight? Oh, I mean, that's a you. <sighs> Give me a load of question off the bat there. Uh, how did you, I reckon? How did you score that fight? I scored it forty-eight, forty-seven. Either way, I did not have a grasp of round two. I think I probably said, um, Vol- I mean, I was hoping Volkanovski, and I think my bias led me towards Volkanovski. But it's either two, three, five Volkanovski, or one, two, four Islam. And I think that's kind of the only way you can score that fight. I agree with you on yeah. your sentiment. That's the only it way. Doesn't you sound right. That. It doesn't sound like you agree with me. No, I just mean like you <laughs> couldn't score. You couldn't. It's. I'd say if you scored it any other way, it's unacceptable. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, if you give a forty-nine, forty-six to either fighter, I think that's unacceptable. For sure. I think I Volk did, like clearly that judge won round three. I think Volk 46. clearly won round five. Agree. Uh, I think I round think... two was like, mm, maybe, depends on... And the thing it depends on, right, is was that a knockdown that Volk got? Because... I, do, I see, I... Because I, mm, first time I watched that, it... There's probably two moments, I think, that are of importance. It's how badly was those shots Islam landed when he had his 30-second flurry on Volk towards the end of the second round, when he landed that really clean counter-left straight. And then right, the one that like came... sent him stumbling back. Yeah. But yeah, I think that went landed, to the round. I, I disagree. Uh, unless, unless it's a knockdown. If it's a knockdown that you... You I mean, I think, I, I think it's a knockdown in the sense of... Uh, he landed a shot. He landed a shot that stumbled him back, but was he at an angle similar to the knockdown in round five where he was, I feel like, trying to level change and then got hit? But that's what a knockdown is. 
Yeah. Like, so... he wouldn't have fallen over if he didn't get hit, is how I saw it. I felt that way live. I felt that way on the re- felt that way on the replay. I and agree. watching it back. But the thing that sells it for me in round five is that Islam rolled to his back immediately and held onto guard. Yeah, 100%. I think for oh. me, that's like, oh, you're hurt. Like, you're not, you're a fucking top heavy Dagestani boy. You're not going to your back voluntarily. That's not a thing you want to do. Unless you're looking no. for a submission, unless you're rolling to your back to like finish a submission, you're not going to let someone be on top of you, especially like a dedicated ground and pound guy like Volk. So yeah. him rolling to his back and locking up guard makes me think, oh, you're doing this because you're hurt and you you don't want to yeah. get, say, you're like your back, you don't want to get mounted in any way and hit. Yeah. You're just keeping the safest way possible. See, I think it's round two is a lot more complicated. I don't think you can just take that one moment and be like, was it a knockdown? Was it not a knockdown? I feel like a lot went into that round because if you're talking about who was controlling the cage, pushing the pace, more volume, Volk had more volume for the vast majority of the the round. If the five minutes are all equal and what you do in those five minutes is all equal, the most amount of times cage was under control was Volk, the pressure, the combinations, the volume. There were harder strikes by Islam. There was a knockdown. I don't think the knock... I wasn't questioning the knockdown personally. I was questioning how bad was the shot... Islam landed. He landed the one left, yeah. Then he came in. Volk counted. Volk was not hurt. And he was right there, like, stumbled back from the one shot. But he didn't get dropped. He wasn't even close to being dropped. He was pushed back by a bigger guy. Sure. I, yeah, Big I shot, wasn't saying yes. he was dropped there. But I guess my thing is, it wasn't only that. I feel like there's a, a lot of more complexities to more than just round two. To round three, I'm sure we'll get into the round four debate. I'm not of the opinion I'm with you it's obviously Islam that won but I feel like we need to address people saying that mm-hmm. you could give that to Volk um, and I can see what people are trying to say but it's the wrong round to it's, try to argue yeah. that for yeah 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 for sure um, and I think that if we talk about now respecting wrestling respecting grappling being intelligent about watching our mixed martial arts and you say that well Think about the takedowns Islam got. And I appreciate what did he that do with judges... Them? Exactly. If we're going to intelligently judge grappling and takedowns, we've got to be able to, like, intelligently judge people intelligently defending them and getting back up from them. As much as scoring a takedown. Especially, and not as much, obviously, if that person then lands shots after the takedown, but then they get up... You've got to reward the tech team because he did stuff with it. Islam didn't get away, what, any strikes on any of those takedowns bar round four? Yeah, he had a couple in round one. Round one, he was But he was going for the choke looking, in round one. He was, he was looking for, for he was looking. He was looking for the choke. But he, he landed some clinch him. knees. He landed some clinch knees at the end of the first round or the end of the second round, I should say. But overall... When he was going for takedowns, he never finished one where he could no. take on any offense whatsoever with striking. In the, and I'm sorry, I need to specify. I'm talking the rounds we're debating here, rounds two and three. Because three was, I definitely think was Volk, but there are people arguing the other way, less so. Round two is definitely the main swing round. Whereas Islam had the back in rounds one, fair, Islam gets it. Islam had the back round four, fair, Islam gets it. Round five, yep. I mean... Say no yeah. more. Volk's yeah, yeah, yeah. by far. Um, 
But if you're talking rounds two, he lands two, he, he lands a takedown, but Volk gets right back up from that takedown. Yep. Like, gets back up, lands a knee on the exit. Big knee on the exit. And that was the moment when the crowd erupted that first I got back up moment. And then he's right back, immediately pushing the pace. When you're talking about body language and, and damage, Islam's not doing any damage with that grappling offense. Whereas Volk's countering the grappling offense and then landing damage on the exits. There were some exits Islam did a right in, but Volk was dominating most of those exits, putting them in a like a, uh, 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 like a, a tie clinch, like, you know, collar tying him up, landing like strikes in the clinch against the fence. He Or he was exiting with a knee or trying to throw an elbow, or he was throwing some good hooks coming out of a couple of those as well. Like he was throwing offense, exiting those those takedowns or those takedown attempts fr- from Islam. He, you've, I just think you need to reward that too. And I'm not sitting here arguing Volk 100% won. I am biased, so I, and I know I'm biased. So it's hard for me to, to say for sure. I'm not mad if someone feels that Islam won round two, but I lean more towards Volk when I look at the total picture of the round, the cage control, the volume landed, the defense on the takedowns. And there were, yes, it's not saying Islam didn't have moments. It's fucking razor thin. But Volk dropped him. Islam heard him. Not that bad, but also not that bad. Islam, like, they cancel each other out in some ways. I don't know. Like, I I can't be 100% certain, but I'm pretty sure I feel in my heart Volk won that fight. I do too. But I'm... Hmm... A... <laughs> See, I say that, I say that, but I think that's just because I like Volkanovski more. Um, yeah, it's true. No, you're right. And I think that I'm, I'm. We're gonna take talk about like, what, okay. Islam is later. Trust me, it's on my list. Like, okay, not, when, when... City, I don't want to sit here and shit on Islam. Sure, sure. But when, when Rob Whitaker lost to Israel Adesanya, yeah, the main feeling there was just frustration. I just felt In annoyed re- because I was fight? like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, the second fight. Yeah. Um. Because I felt, honestly, like Rob won that fight. And I felt yeah. like it wasn't a good enough fight to make me, like, comfortable. In arguing about like, it. Like, giving it up. Yeah. Okay. Whereas, you look at this fight. Islam, it, it was clearly two rounds either way. And they both did a lot in those rounds. And it was swung mainly by big moments either way. Yeah. Um... And there, then there's one swing round where you can, re- you really can argue either way. Like yeah. it's a real. It's not like oh, you can make the argument here, but it's I probably agree. this. It's a you real are. fucking forty nine fifty one percent type deal. You know. Yep, I think you're right. I feel the same way. I feel the same way, and I can't lie here to the people, Gaz, and say in the six seven times I've watched this fight in the last twenty four hours, there wasn't one time I went. Did Islam take the second round? Am I changing my opinion? You know what I mean? Like, there were moments where I'm like, I'm not sure. When I was watching live, I was on the fence. I'm less on the fence watching it multiple times. I'm more on the Volk side. But at the time live, I think I was so sure that... Like, the... I don't know. I, I think at the time, I just felt so nervous about it that... 
I was scared to believe that they would give him the rounds. Like, it was almost like it's happening and Volk's winning moments, winning rounds. And in my heart, I'd been so nervous with this fight and trying to not have my expectations too mm-hmm. high, but guarantee we wins. I know I was saying I guarantee he wins, but obviously I'm biased and I will never, I'll ride or die with my boys. And I'll yeah. never admit, I'll never admit that they might lose. I'll never even give it a, a, a chance. But obviously, for real, I'm sitting there like, fuck, he might get, like, what if? What if? It's possible. He gets dominated. It's possible he loses. So, I, and I realize it's probably more likely than not. But I just believed. I was just like, I'm sure. I have it. He, he has it in there. So watching it, I f- looking back, I'm like, oh, yeah, well, I feel like Alex won that third round cleanly. But that third round live, I was like, did Volk win that? Was that re- did that really happen? You know what I mean? Uh, like, it was sort of like I was almost finding it crazy what was happening the second round same with the second round i was like that was that was really close like who would you give that to i don't know like i'm just so like you believed more and more what you were seeing the further the fight went on whereas you get to the fifth round and volk's getting out of the 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 takedowns it's still unbelievably impressive but by that point i personally felt like he's gonna get out of this whereas you you weren't sure at the start you weren't sure at the start so like the feeling while watching live was different too so it's it's it was, really hard to it's hard to judge fights live. That it first really round, is. that first round was the biggest emotional roller coaster because you start off right, and they're not doing like neither of them are doing that a great deal. Broke. Volk's Volk's sort of like playing with it. The crowd's shouting Islam's a wanker. Like Dude, it's great. Yeah, good um, <laughs> it was great. Australian it was so chant of all time. Uh, <laughs> um, and then Volk wobbles him, and he stumbles oh. back and he hits the fence. Oh, and dude, my, I, I was aroused. At that time, I was straight I up was, aroused. I was, I was watching it sort of like a little bit sad at the beginning of that. I was like, here we go. Like, you know, let's just yeah. see if I can enjoy it. And then that happens. And I audibly just went, oh my God. <laughs> I was like, no, I was like, no fucking way is he doing it. Oh my God. Yeah. He's like, he's whopping him. Because Islam, like, he's not someone that you see get hurt a lot. Like, he's no. been knocked out that one time, but he doesn't get hurt. And Volk isn't, no. to Volk's credit, isn't someone that we've seen knock people out much. Yeah. You know uh, he has he, it in He him, does damage. But at lightweight, he does damage. But at lightweight you think about lightweight now. For sure, Dude, for he, sure. But, he, we, but we didn't he, know. It translated well. No, we didn't know. You're right. But it translated well. Um, well, let's, then, let's, spend the, let's spend this then time you get... for what you're doing now. Keep going. But yeah. maybe we focus on Volkanovski, and then we'll jump on Islam. Since we're already dick running folks, well, okay. we may as well just go deep on it, right? Okay. On the sure, surprise, sure, sure. let's talk. Let's talk about that emotional rollercoaster you talk. You're saying, Volkanovski. Well, talk me I through feel those like that emotions. Emo- well, I feel like that emotional rollercoaster features both moments from both of them, though, because that first round you have that moment yeah. where Volk drops to a knee, and you're like, oh no, yeah. and then he gets yeah. back up. He's fine. I think he was fine. I think he got caught off balance. Um, yeah, I agree. But, it, and, but it's, still enough to, it's still enough to give a round. Yes, well, plus he had the back at the end of the round as well. Yep. And though yeah, Volk yeah. was fine there. And when, like, when he was, like, neck cranking, do you know what's crazy? Mm. If it wasn't for the Brian Ortega fight, people would be talking about how he almost got a choke. Yeah. But we all knew he's not tapping from a neck. And Volk's... No one was even concerned. Like, everyone's like, no, he wasn't close to the choke. He just had a neck crank. Like, Volk, Volk was... Ne- I was never concerned no, about never tapping in from danger. a neck crank. Oh, no, neither. And you, there's a one shot. It zooms in a little bit on him. And he's fucking smiling in there. 
yeah, he's got the hand across his mouth and he's just grinning. He's fucking grinning. He's like, you've not got me. Yeah. Um, and then like he he wasn't 30 seconds strong, in, bro, in 30 seconds hands. in, he's just like shaking his hand. He's just like, oh, I'm fine. Um, but that, that moment as well where Islam first gets that takedown and he gets the hook straight in, takes his back. And I was just like, oh no. Well they, were, well, they were standing up and he had his ba- like he had his back against the cage for about a yep. minute and they were fighting the hands. And and there I was still like, Islam's not finding it easy to take him down. No. You know what I mean? It wasn't like he just got him against the cage and took him straight down. He had to work for that takedown. Mm-hmm. And it was still like, okay, this is Islam at his freshest. You know, I, I still wasn't sure. I still wasn't sure. No. No, 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 neither. And we were um, right to not be sure, to be honest. God, it, I mean, how I did just, you feel I'm when the first so... round ended? Because in the room in my <laughs> house, the I had two boys next to me. I had Ash and I had Jared. Both those boys were telling me Islam was going to choke me out. The first. They obviously were both rooting for Volk, but they're both like yeah. sitting there, like you said. They're like he's going to lose in the first fucking round, whatever. And I'm like, nah, boys, Volk by decision. Volk by decision. <laughs> That's what I was saying. And Ash was asking me, explain to me, Tyler how he's going to win by decision. And I was like, I'm telling you, it's going to be a grind. He's going to get taken down. No doubt about it. Volk's just going to keep getting back up though. Ex- how he did it was exactly how I thought he could. I'm like, the only way Volk wins is exactly what he was doing. But half of my heart's like, am I full of shit that I'm that biased that I believe this? Or am I right? You know, half of me was like, not even sure of myself because I'm like, 100%, this is how Volk wins this fight. And he did exactly that. But while I'm watching, yep. I'm still like, holy fuck, he's doing it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, I was exactly no, like that too. No doubt about it. I'm like, this is the only way he wins. He's doing exactly what he was doing. It's like, you're going to get taken down, but you're just going to get back up every yeah, time. The, you just got to get back up every time. The absolute refusal to accept that bottom position, even when on the few times that Islam did get him down and properly down, you know, four points of contact on the floor. He was up straight away. He was like butterfly yeah. hooking his way to like to turn him over. He was just scrapped like a fucking. Have like, you ever they seen clearly, someone they... take like in in one training camp develop no impossibly was... complex techniques to defend against an impossibly complex opponent that you could only have trained for for the one training camp. This was, was like my point. Training this was my point beforehand. For the grappling here. Because even just watching the hand fights, at certain moments you watch the hand fights, where it is the most minute details, and he has no time to process that this is happening. This is in real time, elite, elite athlete. His whole life has trained these sorts of takedowns. And Volk's grabbing a wrist, then moving his arm over the top of the other wrist to grab under a leg to just elevate the, lit, the one thing to get a foot position. Like, the minuscule movements his hands are doing in the hand fighting. I'm like... How the fuck have you learnt this in one training camp? Because it this looks was my so point specific. Was that I, I didn't think it was possible. I was like, beforehand, my, my everything hinged on for me. I think Volkanovski is that man. I think Volkanovski is... If, if anyone can fucking beat Islam in this short amount of time, it's Volk. But I don't think he can go from someone who got taken down by Brian Ortega, who got taken down by, like, fucking the Korean zombie, I think, took him down a couple times. I don't think he can go from being that guy to being a guy who can consistently stuff Islam. And he fucking did it, bro. Dude. Dude. He fucking I, did I, it. I think that my, my thing the whole time was always, I'm not worried about him getting taken down. He will get taken down. Yeah, I was just like, I just believed Volk was strong enough to do what he did. But he was, he was actually even stronger than I thought he was. 
He was still stronger than I... I have always believed in Volk, but he still proves me wrong with how good he is. That's the craziest part about it. I think he's so elite, and yet he still surprises me with how elite he is. It's crazy, dude. It's absolutely oh. insane. It's absolutely insane. Just, just uh, one thing I really liked him doing as well was um, he'd like post his head on the cage, and that meant that they couldn't drive him. They couldn't like so yeah. often when, oh, yeah. when they have the back when they have the back body lock, they will either push you forward and you'd start like trip over your own feet and fall, or they'll just pull you back and sit you down. And he drove and his, his head, head fucking right. Into he the drove cage, his head right into the cage, yeah, and so they, his head was just moving along with whichever way they were trying to pull. They had to like Islam. There's I think the first round the takedown he gets, I think in the first round, he has to like shift his weight off to one side and then sit back again. Oh no, that might be the yeah. second because he he pulls Volk on top of him. Yeah, and then Volk just scrambles up and gets up. And then and the, yeah, well, and well, knees yeah, and break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Volk had the had the wizard and then he turned back back into him, or he turned out mm. from him, and he that's in the second round. That yeah, down. yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. How did you feel? Let's talk about that second round then, because that or well, let's talk about that emotion into the first round. You're like, how were you feeling? Oh, Everyone, it was a sense of relief in the room that it wasn't in the first round. There was a sense of, okay, you know, okay. He didn't get dominated. It was rough. He had some moments. It's a fight. He didn't get finished. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Where are we going? Where are we going? Where are we going? How are you feeling? I was thinking, okay, now we're talking. You know, I was I was like, because Volkanovski builds. He's someone yeah, that as the, fight, as the fight goes on, you're going to see him start making adjustments. You're going to see him start getting better. And also, well, now I'll talk about that when we get to the fifth round. But yeah. he's someone that he's someone that I know for a fact will get better as the fight goes on. And Islam yeah. isn't that. He's not someone that I think necessarily depletes. We've not seen him go five rounds, I don't think. I think yeah. we've seen him go four against Thiago Moises. But, you know... Yeah. That was still we very much Islam's type of fight where Islam could kind of do what he wanted. Yeah. Yeah, um, well, 100%. Well, let's talk about how good in those first couple of rounds Islam was as well. Hmm. Because yeah. he his striking was fantastic in this fight. And and not as technically proficient as Volkanovski on the feet, no, obviously. No, not close. But he doesn't need to be. What no. he does is his fight... He doesn't get enough credit for his fight IQ because it really shone through in this fight. His fight IQ was insane. His reads offensively for his striking were phenomenal. He was timing Volk in his entry so well at the start. Volk had to totally readjust the way he entered and the way he held mm-hmm. his hands in that fight m- multiple times. And one time he sort of tried to change back and, and Islam made him pay. And that was in the fifth round. He did it a couple of times because he kept landing that straight left. But he landed the straight left in... like, like he, he landed a couple of good shots in the first and landed a straight left in the second that we, we, we've argued about. But... Islam was just timing the entries and knowing where that was going to be. And he picked it up quick in those striking ones. He only had to have yeah. read him for a couple of minutes in that first round before he started like being able to, okay, I can sort of see where he timed some of those knees later in the fight. It was really intelligent stuff. And it, and it wasn't, like I said, it, it's only intelligent. It wasn't because he's not as technically proficient or as flashy or as fast as Volk is. He's just got to do what he does and read it well. He's got to know how to throw a straight, throw an up. You know what I mean? He's got to know how to yeah. do what he can do. Um, it, he's 
obviously the the deficiencies in striking compared to Volk shone through in some moments where it's like you could tell he knew what he needed to do, but his like body couldn't cash get the checks. His mo- his mind yeah. was riding. You know what I mean? Like he just couldn't yeah. get there fast enough. And that's a credit to the speed and the technique of Volkanovski as well. So yeah, um, full credit to in in. M- People say, is I'm striking in? Yes. In, in the way he strikes, definitely. His fight IQ helps. It means his striking is dangerous because he can read really well. And his power is there. He's not, he's not weak. He's not, a, he's not a light puncher, I don't think. No, that, that's what I was... That was the main takeaway for me as well, was that we've seen Islam obviously drop Oliveira, but that isn't... We've seen him knock out people. That we've isn't... seen Islam knock out people. Let's not okay, we haven't seen. We have. Out. We sure, sure, we have, but they're not like. We haven't a had a confirmation. A chin's a chin, bro. Okay, but we haven't had confirmation that Islam has power like that. I don't think. I know. I, I think can. this is this is a performance to me where I was like, okay, he's a heavy hitter. Like well, he's, he's not. Oliveira, he's not. But you know, everyone. He's so. not like what he's not winding up on big. He's not fucking Michael Chandler raise punches. You know, he's not winding up big overhands and no. swinging everything he has into him. No, but he's a dense uh, boy, and and he and he doesn't need to load up. He's got such a strong base that when he throws yeah. from the hips, man, fucking hell, it's got power to it. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But like, I just I wasn't aware of like how powerful he was yeah. before this fight, and I think it's yeah. something that we've got to take into consideration when like talking about future fights. It's like okay. They might lose on they might lose on the feet too. He's someone that can 100%. totally win rounds on well, the feet. Well, my 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 problem is though people are looking at this fight and then going, "Oh, this is how Islam's going to lose next fight." Like <laughs> this is I'm like, I'm sorry, you're not Alex Volkanovsky. No, fucking no one is. Like, no, there's lessons you can learn, but also I think Islam can start punching holes. Quite yeah, hundred percent. Because if people his striking does well because people are afraid of the takedowns. And I think Volk mm-hmm. was aware of the takedowns more earlier. And I think that's why Islam was having more success on the feet. Yeah. Unless so in like the third round or towards the end of the second and, and into the later rounds as well. Um, mm-hmm. um, based on some Volk adjustments as well. But you could tell at the start, you know, Volk's hands were low. Volk's hands were very low in those early stages of that fight. And we were yelling when he was getting hit, put the fucking... Because he's exiting and his hands are still down. He's not putting his hands up in the exits. But then he kept that right hand right by his fucking chin after he got caught by the left hand a couple of times. Yeah, I think the length... Especially towards the I think he wasn't expecting Islam to... After he got hit from that straight... 100%. After he got hit from that really hard straight left in the second, his hand was up. You watch that third round, his hand staying up in those in those exchanges because he was less worried about the takedown and more worried about the, the hands. Not in terms of... He wasn't more worried about the hands and the takedowns, but... His mind was like, I know if I get taken down, I can get up. I now know yeah. he can also hit me. You know what I yeah. mean? So it's like the risk reward changed. It's like, okay, let's make sure I don't get hit first. And yes, I'm leaving maybe more openings than I'd like for the takedowns, but I know I can get back up now. Uh, and he knows, and he's more tired now as well. His power was dwindling. And Volkanovsky was clear who had the better cardio in this fight. Oh, like, yeah. He absolutely was the Terminator. Mm-hmm. And he was changing the way he was entering. The way he started changing stances a lot more to really stop Islam from feeling like he could come in. Islam was throwing way less, partly because he was tired late in the fight, but he was coming at Volk a lot less 
and and unable to hit him at certain moments because he would switch stances in a different way and he would change the way he, the angles he exited on and that's why he was landing that leg kick more and more and more as that fight went on as well even mm -hmm. started adding that inside a few times as well because he'd dip in the yep. other way on the exits because islam would start to read and then not know because Volker's like, I'm just going to keep switching stances and then not let Islam feel like he could come forward for a takedown too because just while they were standing in front of each other and just moving, like he would just switch stances, switch stances for a beat or two and just yep, keep yep, Islam which guessing. is what he did against Holloway. It was He did that versus Holloway. Terrific. He did on, on reset. Does anyone switch stances better? Was... Like defensively switching stances because that's what that is. He's defensively switching yeah, stances there. for sure, for sure. No, I don't think so. I can't think of someone that does that to that degree f with that purpose in mind dude it was like obviously Adesanya's stance switches are beautiful but he will yeah he strikes out of both stances quite competently which yeah. Volk does too but Volk does too Volk isn't I, so well, much Volk, Volk is an orthodox fighter with yeah, a southpaw like no, addition and, and because end. he's the shorter guy he 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 has to be good at both because he switches stances in almost all the combos mid-combo like, that's mm. how he strikes. So it doesn't matter whether he enters orthodox or southpaw, he's exiting the other way, or if he exits the same way, it's because he switched back twice. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, that's how he strikes anyway. So sure. he doesn't use it the same, whereas Izzy will switch and then f strike from there, for the most part, obviously. Um, obviously, both very proficient strikers. Um, but we get into that third, and it's definitely that round where you're like, nah, Volk's in this. Volk's fucking, Volk's fucking in this. I think it was after the third round you knew. After that third round, the belief's there now. You're yeah. like, this is close. This is actually a close fight. What the fuck is going on? Because he lands mm -hmm. takedowns in the third, but Volk got out of them even quicker than he did in the second. And you're just like, holy shit. The momentum has shifted. The momentum has shifted. And though Islam did have some moments in the third still, Volk was, I think, it was a clear round one for him as well how did you yeah, feel about that yeah yeah, yeah. yeah no i know i agree I, I, i've not actually got a chance to re-watch the third since really um, okay yeah so these ne these next three i really wanted to rewatch the fourth by the time we did this and i've not got a chance to do that which is frustrating um, um okay talk to me about the fourth round because i think if you talk <sighs> If you're talking about this from a judge's standpoint, like the judges that were in the room, I'm not talking about us because I still think Volk won, but you're talking about the judges in the room. This is the, and, and Volk says, there's things I could have done better. This is the round he's talking about. This fourth round was the only round Volk mm -hmm. lost that he could have won. Yeah. And what I, I mean, mean by that is, I felt mm -hmm. like he made a big mistake in this round, personally. I don't, I felt like. He, when Islam got to his back, Volk was talking to the corner of Islam. And yes. He wasn't yes, as he was. focused on defending the position because he started crawling and he thought, I'm going to get there. But the speed of which Islam turned from behind him to behind him in a 180 degree angle was yeah. fucked. Was fucked. And, it, and Volk. Say what you want, and he can smile all he wants. Definitely did not mean for that to happen. He no. did well to downplay that for the cameras because it looked fucking sick. 
And it's one of the most cold. And it, as it got on, it was clear that Volk is fine and everything. But Volk yep. didn't want to be there. He lost the round. No. He lost no. the round. Like, that's what all that posturing was. Because that's all he could do. In that, like, I mean, obviously he could try and smart fight dude, it. Smart dude. Also, super smart. Super smart yeah. that he did that. Yeah, because, like, irregardless of the validity of that argument, people are arguing it. People mm. are fucking saying he won that. As if... Yeah. Him like because okay, that's a Nate Diaz rabbit. round. That's a, if, if Nate Diaz yeah. is judging. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean Nate Diaz did give it to Vogue if that's of any. Yeah. Well, um, you know, so did a lot of a lot of people gave it to Vogue. A lot of fucking <laughs> yeah. people gave it to Vogue. Let's not pretend it was just a few people. It feels like it's split. It feels yeah. like a big split. I'm honestly, I I don't know if you use um or have ever really heard of like MMA decisions, the website. Yeah, no, I've heard of it. Um, I don't really like the way it works, but I, I see, I see. I don't, I don't, I don't particularly like the way it works, but like, um, or are you thinking of verdict? Oh no, I'm thinking of verdict. I don't. Yeah, like okay. The way it averages that. I'm like, no, no, we're I averaging either. it like it's all one round, big round. Yeah, it's each round is weighted the same level as the other round, so you can say one person one round, two, three, and four, but those three rounds are really close, and then the other guy won two rounds clearly. And then they're like, well, on average, this person won the fight. Like, that's not how it works. Like, that's why voting makes no fucking sense. Because they'll average out the round votes at the end yeah. to who won. And I'm like, that's yeah. not how it fucking works. No, uh, it's those close. three yeah. rounds that he won may have been closer, but they're scored equally as those two rounds the other guy clearly won. Yeah. That's how it works. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying, mm, not how it works. No, sure. But MMA Decisions is... um. It's basically just a place where like the media can cast their votes oh, and like yeah. so More you'll get media, you'll get quote unquote you'll get all, the media you'll get yeah Dana Dana's payroll no 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 it's like a you like just tweet your, if you're like you know a legit person in the media or someone on Dana's payroll whichever <laughs> um, I wish there was more legit just... people in the media of MMA I wish there same was more. same well There's bloody other's gone now too so they've yeah. got no one. Yeah, there's not a um, lot. There's not a lot with all due respect. There's some amazing ones, don't get it twisted, but there's there's not a lot. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. Um but I checked that and the majority of like f- fan scores on that site were for Volkanovski. It was like 50% 48 47 Volkanovski and then like 30 something percent um not 38 47 48 47, sorry. And then 48 47 um Islam was like 30% something. And what was the other twenty percent? Uh, they would be like forty nine, forty sixes, oh. that sort of stuff. I can look it up now. Oh, ah. idiots! Oh, you mean idiots with the other? Yeah, 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 yeah. Hold yeah, on. Yeah. I mean, I just, well, one in five people are retarded, right? That's the statistic. Hold on, let's have a look. Yeah, okay, okay. So it's gone down a little bit since, but Volkanovski defeats Makachev, forty point three percent, forty eight, forty seven. Makachev defeats Volkanovski, 37.1%. Okay. 48-47. Okay. Someone's, someone's, someone's fucking giving it a draw, but that's stupid. Um, yeah. What do they think? Give Volk three rounds and then give Islam like a 10-8 for the back control for the whole thing? I think it was probably a mistake because it's 48-48. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I think that was probably a made an error. There's always but... one. Anyway, and like, which this is totally not a legit way to score a fucking fight at all. Um, that you know, there's there's no validity to yeah. Look, what the, fans the general think. consensus is split. It, it feels like for yeah. me, like there's chambers where it's like all Volk, there's chambers where it's all this. Fighters are split. The media, 
is split. I yep. feel like there's fighters. It feels like more people are on Volk's side in the media. It does. It feels it... Like probably more people are leaning Islam. I don't know who I really take more seriously. You'd think fighters, right? Because <laughs> they're the ones in there fighting. But sometimes, also, sometimes it's like, yeah, but you just love your, your guy. And Volk yeah, is also right. that guy. Yeah. Volk's, Volk's a fighter's fighter. And he's continually proved that fight after fight. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, the type of guy that's you know, has a Dagestani world champion on his back and he's fucking laughing at him, calling him a bitch saying, come on, bitch, come on, bitch. And just hitting him. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like that is the coldest shit I've ever seen in my life. Like say what you want, but that was crazy. That fourth round was fucking wild Mm -hmm. that that was happening. I thought I was like, oh fuck. Oh fuck. Oh fuck. I still didn't think it was over, but I was fucking concerned. But then there's like a good minute and a half to go, and you're sort of like, nah, fucking okay. hell, Bob's got this. Yeah, and Islam sort of stopped fighting. Islam stopped fighting so, for the He stopped seriously looking for it, yeah, for sure. And Volk just kept getting the way, kept pushing up and getting high on, on Islam. Yeah. When he would go for the choke, he would go straight and get really high on him. So almost like Islam like get underhooks on him from behind, which is like, well, that's not going to get the choke on. You know, sure, you're letting Islam have a dominant position, but you're like, yeah, but I'm not losing. I'm not going to get finished. And then he would just get an angle, find an angle off to the side, start throwing a few punches, start talking shit to him. Mm-hmm. Um, and the the crowd was going absolutely wild. They were chanting, stand them up, which is just like wild. No. That you would yeah. chant. No, of course not. But like, it's just funny how much the crowd can get involved and how much that sort of posturing can bring them into it. Because a lesser referee might have choked. A lesser yeah. referee might have choked. For a sure. lesser referee should never have been near that fight. But was it, was it Mark thankfully come it was Mark Goddard. Okay. Mark Goddard's so, normally someone I think that does stand him up too. Mark Goddard's a pretty you've got Yeah, to but work he's also he's not he's not a bad ref though. He's not a bad ref. He's no, not, no, he's no, not but, stupid but, enough to let that happen. No, but I will say like Mark Goddard's deficiencies. In, as a ref have always been that he stands people up too quick so it's cool yeah. that he let Islam take that time he's clearly listened to some people being well, like I think, oh, but I just think are. no but I just think he knows what a dominant position is and that's well, not no, ever acceptable I really. think was it him that um, Usman versus Maya gave or was it was it I, can't, I think it was Usman versus Maya yeah where where Maya takes Dude, the back I erase I, and is I like, erase that shit from my brain yeah that's fair enough <laughs> that's valid um, yeah it might be it might have been burned. I'm not sure it was someone versus Damien Maia and Damien Maia like takes the back and then is like starting to work hooks in and stuff and the ref's just like oh no stand him up like break because there hasn't Maia been enough like damage fell off at the end of his career Jesus put us on yeah. the worst fights of all time <sighs> and, yeah. well luckily this one was good dude I can't get over it Round going five. into the fourth round, or going to the fifth oh, yeah. round, I should say. Um, how are you feeling? What were your What were your emotions? I was thinking it could well be split. Was my thing. It was like it. You could. I totally think argue. I was so baffled at that point. I had. I don't really remember thinking about who was winning the fight at that point. Oh, I I was. <laughs> I was sort of like. I, I this I saw it as at the time probably split maybe a judge is going to give it 
3-1 Islam though. Like I was like, yes. I could see it happening. So I'm like, we could be down. It was what I was yeah. thinking. I was like, we could That's be down, we could effect. be split. I don't think there was, there's no argument for Volk 3-1 up. No. There's an argument for Islam 3-1 up and there's an argument mm-hmm. for 2-2. Two, two. That's sort of mm-hmm. what I was feeling. And I don't think I'd, yeah, I guess every, I was taking nothing for granted. I was no. still so bewildered by what I was witnessing. And it was greatness. It was fucking greatness is what we're witnessing. And it felt like when Volk walked into that arena, that like I said, that Conor McGregor aura, that Conor McGregor like connection to a crowd, there was this greatness you felt. Mm-hmm. To a man that could feel that connection, it takes a special person to have that connection with the crowd because they've not just got to be good enough to get it from the crowd. They've also got to be confident enough to accept it from the crowd. And be like, fucking oath, I'm mm-hmm. that good. And like, Volk's a humble guy, yeah. But he is believing, when he puts his hand on that crowd, he goes nuts, he's like, fucking oath, let's go. He's like, yeah, I'm, I'm representing you guys, and I, you know I can get it done, and I fucking know I can get it done. Like, he believes that shit. And it's why you respect him. It's why he works so hard. Like, that's all, it's, he works so hard, um, he believes it because he works so hard. You know? And yeah. he's just got that X factor that when he was walking around that Islam did, didn't and I think that was partly maybe as an audience bias difference and I hear it from a lot of people that aren't it don't have to be Australian that were rooting for Volk you just got that sense of like there was an aura about him in that fight that Islam did not have and I don't yeah. know how to explain it and it's, don't take this as any sort of commentary on judging and who should win the fight or anything it has nothing to do with who is winning the fight I'm just talking totally just vibe and vibe alone. And that that vibe was one person had the aura of greatness, one person didn't, and Volk's the one that did. Yep. Yep, 100%. I don't know. Am I talking out of my ass here? Was this, am I making No, no, up? no, no, no. I mean, I think a lot of it was that it was Volk's home country and it was Volk's audience and everything that Volk did got a, a cheer, you know? every Like, every combination that he landed, the crowd were going fucking wild. Um. Dude. And I, I think it just, it just, it just in inspired was watching this fight, bro. Everyone was mm. watching it. Everyone I know was watching this fight. Like my parents text me. They were in their <laughs> local pub. Like we're watching it. I'm like, what the fuck? I didn't even really knew about this. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Me, they were, they were their friends. They were all watching it. A bunch of late people in their late fifties and sixties watching <laughs> this. Everyone. They didn't even watch fighting. No. But everyone was watching it because Volk was on it. Everyone was fucking watching it. It was That's cool. huge here, bro. Huge here. Like, again, and again, and I'm only speaking for Australia, felt like a Connor fight where everyone was watching. Everyone you mm-hmm. talked to was watching. And then you get into work, and in my lunchroom at work, I ha- didn't speak to any of these people, but I'm heating up my food today. Three guys talking about this fight, breaking it down in the lunchroom. And I was like, this sport, this is the biggest sport in the world. This is the biggest sport in this country today. <laughs> Yeah, like, oh yeah, it just yeah, felt, sure. It just felt like the most important thing, which has never felt like before. Not here. Not to me. Not like that. It was just so different. It was so different. What I said, that- what I said to my, my housemate at the time was, as we head into the fifth round, um, this is the end, this is the, the round where Volkanovski is going to be at his best, I think. Yeah. Which it was. Um, but I thought I was like... Was, dude, holy fuck. I was like, he's... I think he's kept a lot of energy back because he was 
more concerned about Islam's wrestling than he actually needed to be in the end. Yeah. Yeah. I think he I think he was probably like, I'm gonna have to fucking tough it out at times. And I'm gonna have to yeah. really work for certain things. And I don't think Islam was as takedown well, I think he said afterwards actually, Islam wasn't as takedown heavy as he was expecting him to be. I think yeah. he was expecting Islam to shoot and shoot and shoot. Yep. Like a fucking just constantly. Um Yeah. And he didn't really do that, and so I think Volk had a lot left in the tank in round five, which is why I think you saw him just start to fucking dominate. And it, it, it yes. does make me... As when Volk says after the fight, there's more I could have done, that's what I think he means. I think he was like, oh, fuck, I still had so much more in me by the end of it. I st- I like, yeah, I, I get what I you're didn't, saying. I didn't right. leave everything out there because I was concerned about not having everything there for the later rounds. Yeah. Yeah, I... I... That's fair. That's fair. I, I agree with you, for sure. I agree with you, for sure. I think that fourth round maybe is a nitpick from me. I'm sure he agrees that... Oh, like, I'm I, sure. I probably yeah, didn't expect yeah, him yeah. to get the back there. I definitely could have kept him off... Because like, I just felt like Alex could have kept Islam off him in that fourth round. But it I felt like he maybe. had a momentary distraction. But that was also part of his game plan that he does for himself in every fight. Yep. He's done it more and more and more, which he does talk in there. And he said yep. before, he's like, it's not about me talking shit. I just need to talk... So I get pumped up for myself. Like it's a yeah. way he pumps himself yeah. up is the talking and it keeps him confident. So I get that he's, that he's part of his game, especially in a big moment like that. Some, if that's what you need to do it, fucking keep doing it. But it also felt like he could have kept him off in that moment and he didn't. And in that fifth round, he made sure he didn't make that same mistake. He was so on in that fifth round. He was absolutely fucking bulletproof in that fifth round. Well, I've watched mm-hmm. that fifth round again six, seven times now. He looks fucking bulletproof. Islam catches him with a knee as he comes in. Volk, he cuts Volk above the, the his left eye, and Volk's yeah. like, "Yeah, cool fucking story, bro." <laughs> yeah, he very cool much story, is. Bro. He's like, he like wipes it away a couple of times. He's like, "Cool, let's yeah. keep going." And he and he just kept going, kept fucking going, like it was crazy. And then two different takedowns, including one deep on the single leg. Like, it felt like vintage Dagestan wrestling deep on the single. No no one's ever gotten out of this. You, when the leg's that deep, it is fucking round over. Round's over. Round's over. Volk's like, nah, bro. The way he would reach around for the leg. And Dominic Cruz, credit to him. His commentary was phenomenal in this moment. Yeah, breaking I was down. impressed this is, well, this with all is, of their commentary. Dominic Cruz is at his best if you're just talking straight, explaining explaining the technique and what yeah. he needs to do. He's so good at reading the situations on a technical level, especially with wrestling. So good at it. So, so, so good at it. The problem is sometimes Cruz is such a nerd with fighting that he over-explains it. I'm like, no one fucking knows what you're talking about, bro. <laughs> like, the casual fan has no one. Dude, he was like... And even in this particular fight, he was like... The way you got the butterfly hook and then went to the wizard, I'm like, bro, 99% of people watching this don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You're like, you can't have this on commentary. Like that, like, and I'm, I'm speaking from someone that knows what he's saying, but I'm like, we can't have this on commentary for the, uh, for the average audience. This is like a specialist. I'd listen to a podcast doing this, but you can't have that on fucking ESPN. I'll tell you what, ESPN. the guy I was watching with um, is mainly like a football fan. Um, like he, he, he comes to MMA with me every now and again, and like he's sort of like a casual MMA fan. Um, yeah. But watching the beginnings of that fight, he was like, 
the commentary in this is leagues above anything you'll find in football. He was like, they that don't have sense. any sort of like technical analysis, like yeah, that like that that sort of shit. I do think is valuable, one hundred percent. I think I think especially for guys like audience. Dominic Dominic yeah. Cruz and guys like Paul Felder are yeah. really good at, at at getting deep on that. I think Bisping has his moments too, and DC definitely has his moments, depending on yeah. what we're talking about. Um, I think DC's really good at the techniques. I think Joe used to be so good with the technique, especially jujitsu. Mm-hmm. Joe's still good with jujitsu, to be fair, but Joe just feels like he doesn't watch fights anymore. <laughs> Joe feels yeah. like he hasn't watched any of the fight nights in between. I'm sure he does, but it just feels like he doesn't because we we'll get to there and I'm like, you don't know who these people are. You don't know who some of these fighters are. You don't watch every. Fight. Oh, I mean, DC definitely doesn't know who a lot of them are. I think like yeah, mo- most of the, most of the time, he just calls them this guy. Like, yeah, early, like early fights, early fights. Yeah. He's not. He just, he's got something else to do. His notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt like that in the Max Holloway Alex Volkanovski first fight that he didn't know Alex's <laughs> name, and I'm like, shut up, DC. You fucking know him now. Um, oh, he tweeted out. He tweeted out. Yeah, lesson. we like, don't need to talk about DC because I love DC, but we don't need. To I like DC. It'll just make me mad. It'll just make me mad. Aww. DC's one of my favorite fighters ever. But fuck, shut up on commentary. No, I, lo- I mean, <laughs> I, to be fair, my favorite team. I do love the Rogan DC Anik team. I, um, they're mm, fun. They're mm, fun. I find mm, them fun. I enjoy the laugh. Um, sometimes it pisses me off because they they can be super biased, but I, I feel like I think... the good outweighs the bad. I think that DC and Rogan sort of do the same job. I think that they're, they're both hype. I think they're both hype guys at times. Yeah, because like, like once Rogan goes, you're not as worried as you used to be because DC's around. Like yeah, that yeah, energy yeah. you'd miss from Rogan being on, you're like, oh, well, at least DC's there. Like I do yeah. get what you mean. I do get what you mean. Um, I think Paul Felder's probably my favorite of those like breakdown technical because he's got the good balance between Cruz and what I mean by that is like when I talked about Cruz before. I'm like, no one knows what you mean. You can't say that. I'm like, if you're going to say it, you need to explain it properly. But he was sort of just going, tailing off naming moves that people wouldn't know super fast, like really te- or really technical movements. Yeah, and yeah, And I'm like, right. you need to just sort of like have more of a moment to explain. Yeah, when you have the arm under that or you've got that, that's, a, you know, explain what a wizard is. Explain what a butterfly, yeah. a butterfly hook is to the, I don't know, maybe I'm being too... No, maybe we no, should not, have high, I... maybe we should have high expectations of our fans. That's the only way we get, educate them is for them to hear this stuff and be like, "What's that?" and want to be educated. Maybe that is. What's I think for the best. Maybe that is. If you're going to talk, otherwise if you're you going to talk about content. that sort of stuff. I think if you're going to talk about that sort of stuff, explain it between rounds. Because for for a long time, I'd hear Cormier talking about a wizard, and I was like, I don't know what that is. I can sort yeah. of guess based on like what I'm seeing. Yeah. But I wasn't sure, like, what makes a wizard a wizard. Like, how would you define yeah. it? Unless you train, right? Unless you yeah, train. right, right. And it, it it was like having to train, <laughs> like, train more grappling and be like, oh, yeah. okay. It's why a lot of guys, and in all fairness, and maybe it's credit to the sport for having educated fans in terms of how the sport works, not educated fans in terms of literary expertise. <laughs> like, yeah. By any, by any <laughs> but certainly, like, I've trained at quite a number of MMA gyms in my time, and... When new guys come in that have never trained before, they know a lot for guys that have never trained the sport. Yeah. Technically speaking, yeah. they know what they're looking at. They know what they need to do. And you ask them, oh, you obviously watch... I'm like, do you watch UFC? And they go, yeah, I love UFC. I'm like, no no doubt. Whereas you have those guys that, that sort of come in that... Yeah, I've just always sort of wanted to train. Like, do you watch UFC? They're like, oh, sometimes. And they're like... They may look super athletic and strong, but they just... 
They yes. look like fucking yeah, 100%. wet fucking... They look like fish out of water out there, even though there's someone that's probably super athletic, six-pack, really fit and strong. But then you got these guys that look like, with all due respect, like they just they haven't gone for a run in about four years. Like, they haven't. They're straight off the couch. But all of a sudden, you're like, man, this dude knows how to throw a punch or wear a combination, or he knows what they're trying. Like, he, they know what they're trying to do. Yeah. They just can't quite make their bodies do it, but you can tell that they, they're thinking about it. Yeah, and they're the guys right. that just watch. You learn a lot from watching, and yes. maybe maybe your your roommates actually got. Maybe I'm totally off on that, right? Maybe we should have Dominic Cruz level of expectations on commentary, so that way the fans are educated about the. Sport. I kind of think so. So maybe I'm I, totally I, I, wrong. Like, I think you should have someone fulfilling that role, and maybe Cruz goes a little bit sort of. Um, he's way too overboard on he, it sometimes. He, he was. I got to say, he. I thought he was particularly good in this fight. Yeah, Overall. I thought the commentary I, generally was pretty great. Bisping was uh, borderline for me, uh-huh. but he always is. But Bisping yeah. always sort of is. I I don't I yeah I don't yeah. I yeah. sometimes I, I love Bisping, Bisping and sometimes I I'll be Bisping like, as a fighter. but I I can't think of a time I really liked his commentary a lot, but I can think of a lot of times I didn't. I can't think of a time, but I know there was. I know there have been times because plenty of times he's fine. I, I know I. I really you know started I mean? disliking him as a commentator after <laughs> Rob versus Izzy too, where he was just like, was "Oh, tough. Rob's probably like four rounds down now," and I'm like, "What are you watching?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. How are you <laughs> yeah. watching the same thing as me? Yeah. Um, yep. But I know that there's been because there's been a time since where I've been like, "Oh, okay, you're not that bad actually." It was just you seem to hate Rob Whitaker. Um, yeah. But then also like the Vittori. Yeah, 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 they do. And then like the Vittori fight, he was decent. I mean, he was like... He made a couple of stupid comments during that one. But like, anyway, yeah. he's not... He's on and off for me. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, we, we're really off track on this fifth round. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I did... I, I would just want to say I did like that technical for that um, deep single leg takedown from Cruz when he was explaining Volk needing to get his leg on the... Uh, get his leg around and hook over the top of Islam's left leg. And the way I explained that was really great in real time. Really, really good. High level. You're talking about the highest level of MMA. You need high level guys like Dominic Cruz explaining what the fuck's going on. Yeah. So I think it, it, at first I was like, I don't know if I want to fuck any of this commentary from Bisping and Cruz. But Cruz particularly really impressed me. And we actually really needed him in a fight like this. We really needed a guy like Dominic Cruz in, the, in a fight like this. Um, mm-hmm. And it was moments like that that I thought were really good. Um, but then there's also, to be fair, there's also moments, I'll tell you one moment was bad that I didn't like. Cause I love theater. I grew up watching pro wrestling. I love the theater of it. It's why I love the walkout of Volk. Like I love the emotion. I love the storylines. Sure. I, I like the, 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 the I atmosphere to it. Um, and Bisping's like, listen to this crowd. He was in awe of it. Volk gets up, does his moment. He comes in and it's just silent from the commentators. You just listen to the crowd. You hear the crowd go scream when Volk stands up. And then he enters the kitchen, walks around and Bisping just goes, wow. And you want to go and talk about the story of like, what I want to hear is something Rogan would do right there or John Anik would do right there. But yes. I'd say more Rogan in his prime would be like, this moment in this building, you know, explain to the stakes right now of what this audience is feeling. Because that's what we're listening to. You've just made, as a commentary team, us listen to the audience. Tell us that story now. Yeah, Volkanovski right. entering the cage. What does that mean in that moment? And Dominic Cruz says, uh, uh, pretty much verbatim, he goes, Alexander Volkanovski got here. And I'm like, oh, he's going to tell the story? 
by outworking his opponents. And I'm like, okay, we're getting technical. This is not the time for technical. <laughs> In the fights, time for technical. Yeah, right yeah, now yeah. is the time for setting the scene of the story. Because right now we're witnessing a storyline unfold. We're witnessing history. And that's just as a fan I'm talking. Obviously, he's amazing technically. But just as a fan that loves the theatre of it, that took me out of it. I want to hear you pump up that story right now to the audience watching at home. Because that sure. was a goosebump moment. And he just goes, Alex Volkanovsky got here by outworking and outpacing his opponents. And I'm like, lame. Fucking boring. You're a nerd. Like, that's how I felt in that <laughs> moment. That was, but other than that, in the fight, very good. Yeah. Sorry. But Volk stuffs that second takedown, that single leg takedown. <laughs> he gets around the back and he does it like he almost has to stand up just to get in the next position, knowing he's going to go back down again. So he get back up, reached around further for that leg to get the angle, knowing he's oh, not yeah. actually... He wasn't trying to escape the single leg yet. He's like, I'm not at that stage. I can't stand up and just get out of the single leg. It'll just take me right back down. So he didn't try. He let him hold on to that single leg, re-angled himself to outside Islam's left leg, so that when he dropped down again, he'd have enough of an angle to hook his leg around it. And then from that position, he could work that left leg out and work that left leg free. And when he stood up again, he worked it free, giving up that right leg. But all of a sudden, he's on an outside single leg rather than an inside single leg. And that's way easier for Volkanovski from that point on to defend the takedown. It was mm. beautiful, those step-by-step processes. Yeah, Volkanovski yeah, wasn't was thinking in those moments when he got taken down... It's not step one, I'm on the ground, step two, stand up, and I'm free. He's like, I'm not... There is five steps I have to take, big steps I have to take before I can get to my feet, and there's five steps in each step I need to take in the minuscule detail to complete each step. And he had to do each flawlessly, and he did it every time. And that, to me, is the story of the fight. And that, to me, is why he's still the pound-for-pound number one fighter in the world, because I cannot believe how well-trained he was, not even the strength to fight off Islam and the takedowns, that's crazy in itself of what a freak he is. But the technique, the way he hand fought, the way he defended the takedowns, the way he moved his body, the way he took everything step by step by step, like he'd been training to fight Islam his whole life. That's what it felt like. It felt like Volkanovski had been training to fight Islam his whole fucking life. That's how well-versed he is. Because I know people are saying, yeah, but he didn't, it's not like he was a masterclass five-round decision of Volk. Yeah, but... Look at the size difference. Yeah. Islam's supposed to dominate and him. Islam you know was supposed to dominate him and he fucking failed by a landslide fail. Yeah, right. And I don't see any other lightweights doing this. No. Like, I think no it makes me, technique. it makes, it gives me a little more confidence in Benil Dariush just because he's already got that sort of like anti-grappling like we saw against I Gamrock. Don't, I don't Obviously, think he's as technical Gamrock, or as strong Gamrock, as, or as athletic as Volkanovski though. Sure, sure, but like, I'm, all I'm saying is like, it makes me like that fight more. It makes me more Agreed. excited for Agreed. that fight. Um, but like, I don't, I don't see fucking Dustin Poirier doing that. You know, I don't, no, Justin Gaethje no, not, not that, a not chance. No, no, you're right. Not, not in the grappling. Not in the. So grappling. it's like as a as a featherweight to come up, do That's that, right. and then leave what what I expect to be to leave all the rest of the lightweights in the dust in that performance <laughs> like fuck what a guy dude if he's not the best light lightweight in the world he's the second best understood <laughs> you know what i mean like if he's dude. the greatest featherweight of all time and if he's not the best lightweight in the world he's fucking second and it's not close to third that's what I'd I'm, like, all I'm saying i'd like to see him fight a striker 
like a dedicated striker because I'd like, like to see how he McGregor? does. With... <laughs> well, I was thinking like a Dustin Poirier, but yeah, Conor McGregor Dustin would be fun. Poirier, Vol- Volkanovski, Dustin Poirier. Yeah, because yeah. a... it's like that's a tough that... matchup for Volk. Yeah, that's, right. That's a tough... To me, that's, that's a what tougher I'm saying. Matchup than that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's like yeah, but I also I, I wouldn't have said it's a tougher matchup before seeing that Islam fight. No, you're right. Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. Um, I see what you're saying. But, uh, yeah, but it's maybe Volk is... totally like is like, nah, boys, come on, this is even easier. <laughs> you mm. know, he just takes Dustin down at will, grand and pounds over five rounds. Yeah, could be, could be. I doubt. It. But yeah, who knows? He stuffs two takedowns in that fifth round, and it is just like bad out of hell stuff, though. Like every time he got free, he was putting the pressure on. He would get out and he's coming straight. He was trying to win every fucking minute of that fight. Mm-hmm. And it didn't... And that's the other thing about, like, when you're judging it and how I felt about who was winning the fight at certain points, was it always felt like Volk was trying to win. And it yep. didn't feel that way about Islam. Like, it just didn't feel that way of every minute, every second of every minute of that fight, Volk's trying to win. Volk is trying to win. Win the fans, win on the judges, like, win that fight. Get after him. Put in the work. Like, that's how it felt. Yeah. Yeah, I think I can probably... And I'm not... And, like, an Islam... I'm talking about minuscule moments that he didn't, but that's just how it felt in terms of vibe. Again, vibe and vibe alone. But one thing that happened at the end of that fifth round, let's talk about the last two minutes... Because he defends yep. those two takedowns. It's like, holy shit. He's best defense takedown defense he's had the whole fight was that fifth round. Kept putting the pressure on. He gets him up in the clinch against the fence and almost takes him down twice. Trips him. We were going mental. We couldn't fucking believe what we were seeing. We're like, Volk's better. Volk's, it just felt like Volk's better. And then they exit. Volk, for the first time, looks up at the clock. Islam's been looking up fucking 50 times at that point. Mm-hmm. Islam sees the clock, looks down. The way he times this fucking right hand, where he sort of... He doesn't faint it, but he holds it there. He raises it up, and without throwing it, sort of pauses and just delays throwing it, knowing he's going to, like... He draws in the shot, because Islam was trying to time it where he would get... He would throw the shot and then duck under it. But Volk sort of timed him so that that way he threw it after he shot for the takedown so he would like connect on the way in it was perfectly timed that straight mm-hmm. right hand and it drops hurts Islam rolls to his back Volkanovski in the fifth round against Islam Markachev in the last minute was on top now if you want to talk about I'm sitting here saying Volk's going to win by decision I that's what I my pick was never in my wildest dreams did I imagine that being the image at the end of that fight no, no. Never in my wildest dreams would I say, end of the fifth round, Volk's going to be on top dropping bombs for a minute. Grand <laughs> and pound. Like, just it's... fucking him up. Where Islam looked like... The, there was, he was dominating him. And yeah, it was only a minute he was. But there was no minute Islam was dominating Volk. And it felt like that was the only time it happened. In the fight. Total domination. Where one guy's like on the back like, fuck. And the other guy's dropping bombs like I'm gonna fucking win this. Yeah, tell me, tell me when you've ever seen him or Habib like that. No one's ever. No, 
No, no one one's ever done ever that. To Khabib. No one's ever no. even come close to doing that to either of them, ever. No, no. Ever. Not even close. And you're talking about a featherweight. The featherweight champion. Alex Volkanovsky. Fucking four-inch height disadvantage. Probably weighs walking around 30 pounds less than fucking Islam. A walk-around weight. Jesus Christ is Islam big. And yep. at the end of that fight, I'm like, at the time, I didn't know. At the time, I didn't know. I knew, we all said, when we reacted to the decision, we knew it was Islam when one judge said 49-46. Yes, yeah, I agree. I was like, okay. Uh, when <laughs> a judge said, because I was expecting to hear 48-47 all round or a split. I was actually thinking, I was waiting to hear, Judge Blah scores it. Yes, like, oh, I was expecting that too. That was my actual expectation. Because I was like, it's close enough. I feel like a split decision is fair. That's Same. how close it is. Let's get a rematch, whoever wins. Um... But then you talk about that 49-46, and I'm like, oh, fuck. That's how they saw it, huh? That's how they saw it. You know what I mean? Like, there was no world you can do that for Volk. No, 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 no. There's two clear Islam rounds. Yeah, I was like, fuck. Unless you're like, corrupt Australian judges, come on. You know? Um, (laughs) Yeah, I was sort of like, come on, let's give me like a a O'Malley type shot. Corruption. Corruption. You know, we wanted the corruption, but it didn't happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um, sadly not. Uh, the one time and... the image judges were like, eh, <laughs> Not that it would have been corruption for the 48-47 of Volk, but a 49-46. If you yes, yes, Volk. yes. Yeah, that's where I was like, 49-46, ah, oh, fuck. And we were like, To be fair, fuck. arguably corruption, give that to Islam. Uh, no, you're true, true. <laughs> not a, not, mm, a, not as really? arguable as the Volk, but no. still... still uh, still, you're right. <laughs> Fucking absurd. Fucking absurd. And I'll tell you, ridiculous. I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay. Guess who? Guess who the fucking judge was, bro? Oh, was it fucking the Patty Pimplet, fucking thirty twenty seven judge? It was Derek fucking Cleary. Oh fuck you, Jesus Christ Almighty! I can't wait to hear what Ariel says about this. Ariel's <laughs> gonna fucking lose his shit over this. Evokes. Oh. oh this all would be out by the time we put this podcast out, so we won't rave on about it. End of this fight, we were both 50-50 on it. We still seem pretty 50 Like, I, again, I, I thought Volk won, but it's not a robbery. You can't be mad either way. I don't feel no. like a loss. I just, like, no. I feel heartbroken he did, in the sense of... He did everything I don't get to see do. Volk as double champ. Like, I feel heartbroken no, yeah. in that. I didn't, get, I didn't get to see the moment. Volk didn't get that moment. It sucks. Because he deserves that moment. The team deserved that moment. The nation deserved that moment. But at the same time, I'm like, he didn't fucking lose. He no, didn't win the fight, he, but he fucking didn't lose. He didn't lose He won that so fight. many moral victories. You can't tell me he lost. You can't tell me he lost that fight. Because well, the end of the fifth round, he's beating the fucking piss out of him. He didn't I mean, win. Yeah, mm. He didn't lose. I, I just can't. I don't feel like a loss. I just can't. I don't look at that fight. I doesn't feel like, like a he loss. Really, I agree. He really beat. He really beat Volkanovski there. That, yeah, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was just like, agree. Mm, he he won on a scorecard by judges. Okay, I can swallow that. I can swallow that. But I can't sit here and swallow that Islam's a better fighter because I think if you ask me who the better fighter is and who my money would be on in a rematch, it's Volkanovski. Yeah, Who's the pound I think I'd agree. Who's the fighter I'm, in the world? It's Volkanovski. Islam, do you know how I feel about this fight? I believe... Islam Markachev defended successfully defended his lightweight belt 
and Alexander Volkanovsky successfully defended his pound for pound number one status. That's what I feel the result. Yeah, was. yeah, I think that's that is my fair. feelings at the end of that fight. I can totally accept that. But they're not going to do I that. I, idiot, is... idiot fucking losers are going to put Islam as pound for pound number one. Well, thing is, right? Volkanovsky came into that um, when he, when Islam beat Oliveira, he came in and said pound for pound number one on the line. I get it. I think he. I but, think he but, was just trying to incentivize Islam to take he that was, fight. Of course, of course, he was. Um, but I'm talking. From is Volkanovski? Is Volkanovski? Is Volkanovski pound for pound number two? Not a chance. No, Absolutely not, not. That's not what pound for pound means. If you if you are the lightweight champion, if you're a bigger man and you almost lose to a smaller man, you're not pound Arguably for pound did better lose. than them. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, you're not pound for pound better than them. That's not what pound for pound means. No, no, like, no. he's not like. Alexander Volkanovsky is the pound for pound number one fighter in the world, and Islam Makhachev is still the lightweight champion. I accept that. Like put is, put that. Is, put Islam up there with Derek Lewis. Like yeah, Derek yeah. Lewis. Derek Lewis might knock him out. Is Derek to Lewis be... pound for pound better than Islam? No, yeah. he's not. Is yeah. he? No, like no, no. yeah, hundred percent. I get what you're saying. No, I'm hundred percent on your side. I just feel Volkanovsky... like people don't understand what that fucking word means. Yeah, they're like, but he beat him, so that's what that means. I'm like, no, that's not what fucking pound for pound. Yeah. That's quite literally not what pound for pound means. No, not at all. Yeah, but, but they weighed the same. Yeah, no, but they're not. They're not. They didn't weigh the same, did they? Because you put them on the scales walking into that octagon, they're not the same fucking weight. I guarantee you, there's fifteen yeah. to twenty pounds difference to Islam. Especially if you, you take into consideration what uh, Dan Hooker reckons. Yes. Well, okay. Let's talk about that's come out in the last hour or last couple of hours. Dan Hooker. Didn't name names, so he may not be talking about Islam, but you'd have to think he is talking oh, about Islam. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he, was, he was talking about Islam. Who else Who else would, like, struggle to make weight like that? Yeah, or struggle yeah. to rehydrate like that? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Accusing Islam Markachev of using an IV, hiring a nurse. He tweeted, yeah. Dumb cunt thinks he can fly to Australia, hire a nurse, and give him an IV, and we won't find out. Cheating dog. I love that. <sighs> Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm. Oh no, 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 no. Dan Hooker six minutes ago. He doesn't cheat. He doesn't win. Three minutes ago, Islam is a cheat. Yeah, okay. He said Islam. Then he was talking about it's early East Coast USA. It's hard to find out. Dan Dan Hooker, Islam is a cheat. Accusing Islam of using an IV to rehydrate. Bro, that's a huge accusation. It Dude, is. That's it a is huge accusation. Big. It is big, eh? Dude, he's arguing. I don't think cheated. anything's. He's ever arguing come he cheated. A, a, a rule that is so much so a cheating move that you would be suspended for two years if you were caught by USADA to have done so. Yeah, that was one that I think. Pavel that's Foster as much as doing that, steroids is. That's as yeah. long as doing steroids is. That's how big of an advantage that rehydration is. Yeah, 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 for sure, one hundred percent. And it's also the only like, I don't, I don't want to accuse Islam of doing it because I've got no way of knowing, and I'm, I'm. Whilst I, can I can see it, because those boys do struggle. I just to I make trust, way, and I don't trust this boy. I don't trust the boys. Do... I don't trust those boys. <laughs> I trust my boys. I don't trust those boys. I, but I can also totally see someone telling Hooker that and him going off on a fucking mad one, and maybe the information isn't super reliable. I can t- I can see that too. Yeah. yeah. Um. 
So I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna try. Like I feel like if we now say, "Oh, it's not cheated," it's such a cope. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know what you're like, trying to we, say. Like, but if he cheated, like, he cheated. Dis- but but Gaz, if he cheated, he cheated. I'm not saying yeah, right now. I'm right. not sitting here but saying we don't, we don't Islam cheated 100. Fuck that shit. I'm not saying that now. But I'm just saying yeah. if he cheated, he cheated. We can, yeah. let's. I want to know now. Now I'm like I want to know the answer to this. I I'm not going to sit here like and be like, tests, "Well, we'll but... never know, so let's not worry about it." I want to fucking know, because that's fucked. Yeah, yeah I fucked. want to know too. But I'm until we do know, I'm just gonna, yeah, sort of have that in the back of my mind and be like, "That's a, that's an asterisk onto that performance yeah. now." Yeah, yeah, because yeah, they're, they're, these guys, you know, it's it's one thing if like Nate Diaz accuses you of cheating, you know. Yeah. The, the, the the city kickboxing guys don't do that much. I've never seen them really like seriously accuse someone of being a cheat. No. So I feel like they've got they've got to have been told something to make that claim. Yeah. And those boys, like man, it's 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 a fiery team, bro. We're a fiery bunch of yeah. Like they're passionate, and you see it with and you don't just see it with the fans. You see it with the fighters. Like, you saw Izzy and Kai and Dan, Rob, yeah, yeah, yeah. all of them in the crowd, emotional about the performance from Volkanovski. Islam, Izzy, Israel Adesanya, was crying after the yeah. fifth round. Because he was just, like, that inspired by his teammate and the performance Volk put on. Because And you should be. Like, as a guy that's a huge mm-hmm. star like Izzy is, but n- let's be honest... Obviously, a great fighter, world champion fighter, one of the greats, but not as great as Alex Volkanovski. No. Looking at him and being like, imagine being a world champion, top, a leader of the elite, one of the biggest stars in the history of the sport, and your teammate still better than you and inspires you. I love that shit. And I love that Izzy's not shying away from that. He never sits there and claims he's the pound for pound number one. He's literally like, Fox a fucking pound for pound king. Like, he's inspiring. I'm like, I love that shit. I love that team dynamic. And those boys were so behind him. So As much as the, the Australian crowd was so... I'm not surprised if there was a story like that that came out that those boys are firing missiles publicly to say that Islam's a cheat if they heard that. Mm-hmm. But Islam's going to be like, no, brother, you know, like, no, it, you know, it didn't happen. They, they don't know anything and they'll just laugh it off, pretend like nothing happened. As if, yeah. like, I'm like, oh, are you laughing the same way, you know? Australians don't have wrestling. Lol. Rugby league is greater than <laughs> Sambo. Rugby League is the best match <laughs> MMA. I stand by it. I think I think this fight proved that. I, I had a correct. lot of fun. I had a lot of fun reading through those reels and people being like, "Oh, are you really saying that just because he's a, like a rugby player, he's going to be a Dagestani wrestler?" And you're like, "Yes." Was I wrong? Was I wrong? <laughs> tell me, look at me in the fucking eye and tell me Rugby League isn't the base for mixed martial arts because pound the <laughs> pound, you've agreed it is. Pound the pound, you have agreed that it is, Gaz. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's fun. I'm happy with it. It's fun. The best base for MMA is rugby fucking league. The greatest sport of all. The only other sport I love as much as MMA. Rugby fucking league. And fucking oath. I love that shit. And the fact that he did, I'm like, oh, fuck you. There was people in the comments of like our Instagram reels saying shit like, I've saved this to come back later and laughing at you. He's going to get dominated. Didn't yeah. fucking peep. Didn't hear a fucking peep <laughs> from them. Didn't hear a peep. Didn't hear a fucking yeah. peep. I fucking knew. I told you all. I said, I fucking told you all Volk was going to get up. I knew. That's one thing I knew. That's one thing I was confident about. He's getting fucking up. He's not getting held down. I know he's getting taken down, but he's not getting held down. He did not. He did not. Fucking oath. Alex Volkanovsky, pound for pound number one, in my opinion, still remains 
Oh, um, 100%. The... Okay, next question. Rematch. Rematch, no rematch. What's next? Oh, rematch isn't next. Not a chance. They've both... I, and I don't want a rematch next. They've both got divisions to keep... They've both got divisions to keep up. Man, they're both champions. They've both got divisions to keep... Well, you want fucking Yaya Rodriguez to become the featherweight champion? Because that's what'll happen. They'll just bump his belt up, and then Volk will have to fight for it again. I want Volk to keep that yeah, belt. I want Volk to continue fighting in that division. Gaz, Gaz, I don't give a fuck about the featherweight belt anymore after last night. <laughs> I don't care about it. Because we know he's the... Like, I don't mm. need to see Volk fight a featherweight to know he's the best featherweight. No, like, okay. He can come back and fight yeah, yeah, for an, I don't care if he becomes undisputed. I don't think Volk does. Volk's like, whatever, I want the other one. He's like, I, <laughs> he he can go back and beat Yair. Yeah. But uh, right I, now, I, what I'm sitting here saying is like, what I told you, Gaz, is if Volkanovski's not the best lightweight in the world, he's the second best. And I'm not sure if which one's true yet. I don't know. The only question I have after last after yesterday is who the best lightweight in the world is, and I'm not convinced it is Islam Makhachev. I'm not convinced. No, no, neither am I. But okay, he won on the scorecards. I, want... I, I can swallow that, but I'm still, yeah. I'm still not sure, bro. I still reckon if they fight I... again, it goes. It might go the other way. There's a, as much a chance as there is. I'm not saying. I'm not saying don't give the rematch. I'm saying don't give the rematch right now. I, dude, I want to see this it. time. This time <laughs> next year. This time next year. Let them both get a couple more defenses. Let's see Islam get tested a bit more. You know, let's see him fight uh, a Faziv. Let's see him fight a Darish. Let's I, see him fight Oliveira. Let's I, see how. Like, let's see people use what Volk did and see how they do. I guess that I just have watched the sport so long. We we let rematches and series and rivalries slip up through our fingers so easily because we right. assume nothing's going to happen. An injury a freak knockout in the fifth round. You know what I mean? Like, things that shouldn't happen happening. Usman, I think, is a better fighter than Leon Edwards. I think Usman beats him nine times out of ten. I can probably I really, agree with that. But, but that's not how MMA works. At the highest level, a guy that may not be technically better can find the opening, can win a fight. You know what I mean? MMA math doesn't work straight up. There is people... It, that's why it's so impressive when there's clear winning. Where it doesn't feel like they had a chance of losing. Like Volk against Holloway the third time where I was like, it didn't even feel like he could lose that fight. It wasn't even possible. That's Why is that so impressive? Because it's so rare that Usman's never even had that performance. Really. Like, other than oh, winning the title against Tyron Woodley, that was fucking depressing for everybody. Um, hmm. But I don't know, like... It just, I need to see the rematch, bro. And I and I just worry that if we let them go off, anything can happen. You're just letting anything happen. And we may never see it again. I, that's just what I I'm just, worried about. I, that's just what I'm I worried about. That. Because I, 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 I think at worst, one defense each, you come back. Like if Islam fights Benil and retains, Volk fights Yair and retains, straight away. I want to see that rematch. I would be, you, I'd be happy with that. I'd be happy with uh, that. I'd be like, straight. What are we? Why, what are we waiting? End of the year. Do it again. What end are we of the waiting year? for? Like, Madison Square Garden. What are we waiting for? In November. What are we waiting for? Nah, come back to Australia let's, with it. Let's let. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'd love to, but I just don't think Islam would agree to that after he, you know, he no. won the fight, right? Technically, no, I, I agree. Won the fight. You know, some people say I don't say that. I say <laughs> Volk won. Um, 
in you know clo- best best loss in the history of the UFC. You pretty much could call it a win, to be honest. So you know, Volk wins. Volk's technically the double champion, if you know, depending on who you are. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Joe Rogan thinks so. Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan does think so. No, I Dude, don't know how much I, I, I did Joe watch Rogan's the last scorecard. couple of minutes of that fight, companion, and to be fair, that got me jacked up. You listen to it, you're like, fuck, I remember what that feeling was like when they're watching the, the rounds go by. I've watched yeah. a few people's reactions. They're fun, man. I love watching a good reaction. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I want the rematch. My opinion, I want the rematch straight away. I, it's the only question I have after the fight. I don't care that much for you. I can see your year, Volk, anytime. That's not going anywhere. It's not going anywhere. Even if Yair becomes undisputed, it's just not going anywhere. Whereas Volk fighting Islam is going somewhere. There's way more risks to that fight not happening again. And I think it's... The, like, best case scenario is you're right. They both defend it again and then fight. That's the best case scenario. Like, if you can guarantee me that happens, then that's what I want to happen. Because it makes it like there's two different divisions going on and the two champions in it are dominant champions and they have a rivalry with each other. That's never happened before. <laughs> yeah. We're like, they're yeah. both dominating divisions, holding gold, holding world championship gold, yet you're sitting there thinking, I want to see these two fight again. We don't know who the best champion is. We don't know who's better. I don't think it's answered. I don't think you can answer that decisively after that fight. No, sure. Because maybe you think Islam no, I... did win more rounds. Maybe you think that. But at the end of the fifth round, Volk's on top of him, dominating him. Like, what do you say? Is... Islam couldn't break him. Islam couldn't break him. Could not break him. He tried so fucking hard, could not break him for the life of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have talked yeah, about this I don't one know. fight for an hour and a half. It is just yeah, dude. Of a fight. You're talking about the one of the greatest fights of all time. Yeah. Yeah. Bro, I'm jacked up. I'm absolutely jacked up on this fight. <sighs> I'm excited. I mean, I'm, yeah, it's, it feels weird that they're just going to... That is the one thing I'll say. It does feel weird that they're not gonna, like, be in the same division again. And like, they probably like Volkanovski will go up again. Very I think. Much, but much, may, yeah, maybe, maybe just you for the fun. It. Maybe, maybe I'm being too much of a fucking stick in the mud. Yeah, he wants to like, fight oh. in September. Volk wants to fight in like May June. Let Volk get a rematch. Yeah, but, oh, and but is in is like fuck is Islam gonna do it in May June? I mean, if he if he if the money's right. I reckon that pay per view did pretty fucking well, bro. Oh, I reckon so too. Yeah, I'd love to see the numbers. Really fucking, I reckon it did really fucking well, bro. It felt like mm. the world was watching that fight. It was terribly promoted, but it, it felt like everyone in the world yeah. except Dana White was watching that fight. That's what I felt. Yeah, like. yeah. Him and his seven fucking nerd friends were sitting around and watching Power Slap while the rest of the world was watching UFC 284. Mm-hmm. That's how it felt. Yeah, yeah. And I think you'd be. I think there'd be some big money there on offer for both of these guys if they were to run it back. If that worked, you're right. It's, like, it's Ramadan too, so it probably just can't happen. But yeah, you're saying September and Volk's going to want to fight before then. Which means Jair will fight before then, to be fair. Because if Islam can't fight, maybe. Volk fights maybe. Jair probably in like oh. Vegas or something. But I mean, you'd want to have. I mean, Volk would go to Mexico. And high yeah, altitude, right, bro. You, right, because this is... You think high-altitude Volk's still not going to be the Terminator? You think Yair's Yeah, and tell you what, the two times that we've seen high-altitude Yair, it's not been fun. He's yeah. gassed both times. Let's um, see high-altitude like, Yair, because I bet you Vol- I bet you high-altitude Volk's better than high-altitude Yair. I <laughs> yeah, fucking yeah, bet I my so. life on that shit. 
I bet my life. But also, you've got you've got two Mexican champions now. You've got like Henry Cejudo maybe coming back. Fuck knows what's going on. Okay, with that. let me ask you like, a question. Brian Ortega's got some fucking Mexican, you know. Mexico City. Yep. Brendan Moreno defends yep. the flyweight title. He's an undisputed champion. He's a Mexican guy. Yep. Yaya Rodriguez Volkanovski. Yep. Main event is that what you think? Yeah. And the main event has to be Vulcan. And um, it feels like a huge. It feels like a. It's huge a unification fight. It's a heavier weight class, and Volkanovski is the power fan number one, one of the biggest stars in the sport. So, like, it felt like Volk was a star now. You know yeah. what I mean? It feels like Volkanovski is a fucking worldwide star now. This was the yeah, first I, time I, I felt like. I that. think I think the world gets more excited for Volkanovski fights than they do um, Adesanya fights Most now, for sure. Agreed. That felt like he carried that shit. It felt big. He promoted the fucking shit out of that. Yeah. And the world was watching. Yeah, it was really good. I, Amazing fight. The Aussie crowd, so proud of them. Unbelievable. Just absolutely straight up for all the fighters throughout the card, dude. Dude, from the first prelim, that place was more than half full. That Did you see the earliest prelims? Uh, No, no, I didn't. I wasn't dude, around those. I watched every fight on this card from the earliest prelims. That crowd was almost full. From the first good, fight. good, because it really pisses me off when people buy a fucking ticket to the fights and then don't watch all the fights. Yeah, it's a long. I'm like, day, what are you bro. doing? It's a long day, bro. I, I, you know, it's a long day to sit in uncomfortable chairs. Oh yeah, like but like couch. if you it's if like it's your, your fucking if it's your fucking countryman, you know, if it's like yeah, no, I'm with I'm with you. I do. I always like know, the UK. But I don't but the UK crowd casual fans didn't do. That. I don't begrudge. Yeah. Well, you're not the same. Uh, some of us are built no, different. No, clearly not. Some of us are built different down here. Clearly. Yeah. Crowd's built different. Would you say... I'm I'm only going to ask you this. I'm not going to answer this because you know the my bias answer to all would be. But would yeah, you say yeah. that Perth crowd, that Australian... And to be fair, yes. not just the hometown Perth crowd because I yes. promise you, and I know for a fact, half of that arena was not for Perth. Australia no. flew to that. Every So many people I know flew to that fight. Like, that was Australia. That was a travel mm-hmm. moment. That was Australian fans. That was all the hardest core Australian MMA fans in that in that arena, not just Perth. What That crowd was yep. it the best crowd all time. Yeah, it was. Yeah, of course it was. Really? You think it's the best yeah. crowd of all time? I'd have to, I mean, I'd have to rewatch some, like, Dublin. I'd say yes, but I'd say... At worst, it's top five I can't, of all time. I can't At, think of anyone else, any other crowd. That the had Paris that. crowd's amazing. Paris was good. Paris was good, but it wasn't that. No, Paris. Paris, was I was good. like, wow, that's good. Like the first Canada UFC can be London really good. Like Toronto, good. Toronto is notoriously badass of a crowd. I love. A yeah, crowd. I've heard good things about them. Yeah. Um, like when you think of, um, uh, Max Holloway won the interim featherweight title. Do her Choi Cup Swanson Hall of Fame fight was on that card. Like there was a sick card. That happened in Toronto. I think it was 216. You see 216. I might be totally off on that. No, not 216. Maybe it was 216. I don't know. Fuck. Anyway. I'm getting mixed up. Maybe 206. 206. 206. Oh, okay. Um, and yeah, Toronto, Paris, maybe London in that first, but that London crowd in that first, like last year, that wasn't as good as yesterday. That wasn't like, like that, that Aussie crowd. That blew me away. I've been in some Aussie crowds, but that was the best one I've heard. That was crazy. Mm. That was absolutely insane. I was so proud. So proud. Yeah, of the crowd. yeah, it was brilliant. Um, 
we've been going for way longer than we were supposed oh, to. Oh, yeah. So I was not expecting it to be this long. No. But that, I think... And, but that, if but a it fight just, if any deserved, fight... Just, yeah. All if right, any right, fight right. ever deserved us to sit here yeah. and to talk about one fight non-stop for almost two hours, it's uh, Islam Markachev, Alex Holkonovsky. Um mm-hmm. Yair, very impressive. Yeah. Very yeah. impressive. Did his job. Those body kicks were fucking gorgeous. Kept the distance well. Emin had his moments. Emin had his moments, but Yair, super impressive, and showed what I think was the most impressive was the way he finished was off his back, which against yeah. Volkanovski is very impressive. Like, I'm not worried because we've seen Ortega off his back not be able to do it, but yeah. it's still something. It's not nothing. It's... It's still concerning, yeah. Um, very if you're looking at it as a bold yeah. fan. It, he felt like the better fighter throughout the fight pretty yep. consistently. He did get dropped. He did get dropped um, off a really good um, a really good shot from Emmett, but it just felt like for the vast majority of that fight, Yair just had the edge. He was faster. He hit harder. Mm-hmm. He was more technical. He landed some incredible shots, and he just worked that body beautifully until Emmett had to take him down and was hurt and exhausted and uh, Yair was able to take advantage and lock in that triangle choke. Went for the arm bar after putting his feet against the cage um, and had to get his foot pulled out but then he went straight for the triangle off um, Emmett pulling him off and locked that thing in tight. Did really well because as soon as he got the leg over his shoulder rather than um, trying to lock in his um, the triangle straight away he focused straight away on throwing punches at Emmett so that Emmett's head went back further into the sort of behind the knee of of Yair. Right. And it also made Emmett need to block the shots and throw back rather than worry about pulling the legs out. Because straight away, what Emmett would have wanted to do is grab the legs and pull himself out of the triangle. But Yair straight away went for punches to make Emmett sort of tuck into it, and then it gave that opening for Yair to really put, pull that foot across mm-hmm. and lock in and lock in the triangle track. It was fucking beautiful. What did you yeah, think of get... Yair's performance? Yeah, I mean, I just felt pretty vindicated, honestly. I think it was basically what I said was going to happen. Um, there wasn't yeah. much spinning, which was nice to see. Yeah. I mean, there was, there was a little bit, but it, he wasn't as spinny as he normally is. Felt I think clinical. I also... Felt clinical. He, I, I, it felt a little bit like um, Kai Kara France, Brandon Moreno too, in that he was using that left kick on Emmett because Emmett's whole thing is having a big right hand. And so if you yeah. can trap that right hand against Emmett's face or against his body, mm. then, and it also just, then obviously Emmett can't throw it. And also getting kicked in the hand by someone like Yair fucking hurts. Yeah, um, it does. Yeah, it does. And I, I really liked how he'd mix. He went, you know, calf, body, head, really nicely. The leg kicks were fucking there all day. Um, and yeah, I mean, Emmett just wasn't as like much of a top player. He was as much of a top player as I thought he would be, which was not that much. You know, he didn't do a great deal on top. Yeah, yeah he was sort of able to keep himself. He was able to regain guard really quickly, really nicely. Um, yeah. Yeah, I th- yeah, there was something else I was going to say, but I can't remember what it was. That's right. That's right. We can we can roll through these now. Yeah, um, I'm happy to happy to crack on. Um, with that. Very very quickly because I want to spend a little a, a quick minute on Jack Della, but Tyson oh, yeah. Pedro disappointed, really disappointed. Like he's one of my favorite Aussie fighters, 
Uh, but it turns, it, I'm hearing whispers that he was really ill on the day, which he oh. looked ill. Yeah, he was. He, did, he went yeah. straight in. He went straight in an he ambulance after sluggish. the fight. Um, yeah. So he was up on Instagram. Yeah, he was really. Um, apparently, uh, something happened to him that day in the morning, and he almost oh. couldn't make the fight. Um, and it looked That's that way because he didn't look. Um, as soon as he was in there, even in the first round, yeah, sure, he looked a little. He still looked fast and stuff like himself, but his his demeanor was so. He looked. I said I thought he looked nervous. I turned to Jared. I was like, I feel like he looks nervous. But then the further went on and how gassy was, I was like, is this nerves or is this like he's ill? Like he's just mm. unwell. And then by the end, I was like, he just didn't look like he wanted to be there. And I didn't know whether that was a mental thing or a sickness thing. And apparently he, he was sick and he was straight to the hospital after the fight. So I don't know. Okay. I don't know. That follows. Yeah, yeah. that follows. Um, Jack Della Maddalena. Fuck me. Now, can I just say to you, Gaz, that... Mm-hmm. Did I not say if Jack Della Maddalena is as good as we think he is, this will He'll be make easy. It look easy? Yep. He he made it look easy. And I know that you were right as well in terms of Randy was able to show some openings to Jack, but yep. Jack shut that down so fast that he did. Randy that couldn't take advantage of any of it. Where he's like yeah. he just stayed patient with it. He's like, Yeah, sure, you landed a front <laughs> kick and yeah, you were starting to get a rhythm, but it only was a matter of time before I got in on you. And the first time he got in on him, he landed. And he landed fucking hard. So, yeah, the, the big the what thing for me was, was Randy came out pressuring, which I don't think Jack was necessarily expecting. Like, Jack yeah. is normally the hammer at every time. He's normally, he will go at you and just keep fucking hitting you and overwhelm yeah. you with strikes in different areas. And yeah. Randy coming at Jack for the first couple minutes, I think, made him a little bit sort of nervous and... Not, maybe not nervous, but it took him out of his usual fight. Yeah, you know, he was he was fighting a fight that he's not necessarily comfortable with. Um, but he he like once he started cutting the cage on him, he started figuring it out. Got him to the cage, finished him on the cage, which is exactly what you said would happen. So, yeah, yeah, and that's and that's. Yeah. I, I I felt very vindicated in that moment. I was still yeah, nervous because I beautiful. I still thought maybe it would be like a second round. I was sort of like, maybe a second round. But I was like, if he really is as good as everyone's pumping him up to be, he, he should make this look easy. And Randy's not a slouch, bro. Randy's not a slouch at all. But mm-hmm. he should fucking... He needs to. And he delivered. He did his fucking job as the featured bout, as the hometown guy, as a... Dude, he's a star now. Because he to be on that card, he should oh, yeah. not have been the featured bout. Robin Costa was supposed to be. He was supposed to be a prelim. He got put in that position... And it was a big ass for a guy only a year into his UFC career and a young man at that fourth UFC fight. And he mm-hmm. finished that in the first round the way he, that he did. Dropped him, capitalized straight away, straight to the choke, looked strong on the ground. His fucking thighs, bro. I was like, dude, that's a thick man. That is a strong, fucking powerful. That's where his power comes from. Like his fucking glutes, his fucking thighs there. Like I'm like, that's fucking tree trunks he's got on him. And you just saw him put those hip flex in when he had that choke and really put the squeeze on. Randy tapped mm. straight away. It was beautiful. And and Jack was like, and I'm thinking, man, that's a guy that's built different to be able to swallow that pressure and do that in your hometown. And he swallowed that shit and he did that. And when Bisping asked him, did you ever see that coming? He's like, I did. I fucking did. Like, yeah, he could do that. I, love I that. loved that. What a great post-fight interview. 
he's a he's a he's a star man he's a star now yeah i he, think so got, i think people he, i think the world is going to be i think that's that's what he because his other fights have all been apex right i oh, know he had one on a, a prelim or an early prelim yeah he, he was on the, his debut was on the, the Dagestani s- guy not yeah no sorry it's not his debut second fight was on that singapore card yeah right and that was um the yearly um, yeah, yeah, Glover, yeah, Glover card on the prelims, and that was against the, yeah. the Dagestani wrestler, and he passed that with flying fucking colors. Yeah. Well, you want to talk about but, guys that can be Dagestani wrestling? Uh, there's a common denominator here, and it's and it's, <laughs> and it's fucking rugby. It's fucking rugby, and it's Australians. <laughs> Not that Jack Dell is a rugby league player, but he's a traditional rugby union player. Um, background. So I'm just saying rugby, and it's being Australian just in general. I mean, you know, that's really the best base for for mixed martial arts. Um, and I think Jack Dillamadalena is proving that um, here and now. But yeah, that's a big moment. What was his debut? Was his debut? His debut was in a crowd, wasn't it? Or was that Apex as well? I think it was Apex. Yeah, maybe it was. Hold on, maybe I it was. I felt like it was in a crowd. I felt like it was the Rob Izzy card for some reason. Let's have a look. I felt like. Yeah, maybe I'm totally off on that. Um, it was uh, Ngani versus Garn. Oh, so it was a crowd. Yeah, I felt it like there was a crowd there. I've, I felt like his only Apex fight was that third fight at the yeah. end of last year. But um, this was still... He needed eyes on him, and this gave him eyes, I think. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, he was, he was on the main card for the first time. Yeah. And he was featured bout of a pay-per-view, a huge pay-per-view. And it was the first time even on a main card. Like, that's Crazy. Crazy. Yeah, huge, huge show, so huge you... performance. I, I want, I want Luke next one because I want Luke next matchup. I want, yeah, I think Vicente Luke has the fight. I think it's the most. I think, I mean, I think he's clearly as good as we think he is. So I think he's top tier. Um, but I think Luke has a great first step into that top tier. Yeah, I agree. What's he? It's not gonna be easy. Uh, Luke is he like ten, nine or ten? He's nine. Fuck, that's yeah. a yeah, that's a big jump. I think he can beat Luke, bro. I, I think, think he can be. I, th- I think I, he can I, beat Luke. But I'm I, also. In fact, I would be picking Jack if that fight's on now. I, I think I Jack would also. be the favorite. I think yeah, Jack would be the favorite in that fight. Uh, I don't think he finishes in the first round, but I think he'd finish him in the second. Yeah, I, I can see third. I think he'd hurt him in the first. I think he would hurt him in the first, and he would set and he would set himself up, and then I think he'd put him away in the second. And I think he'd probably hit a few times, and there'd be a few shots. He'd be like, "Oh shit." But I don't yeah. think it would be cl- super close. I think Jack would beat Luke. I think he beat him convincingly too. Not this convincingly, but it would be convincingly. Yeah, I mean, who else you got? You got you got the leech, which is a bang fight as well. Great fight, harder fight um, than Luke. Yeah, Jack, but still winnable. Still you definitely got Kiesa, winnable. Number twelve. Yeah, Kiesa. I mean Jack. Jack beats Kiesa. I think Jack so too. Kiesa. Yeah, Magni's always a fucking weird one. Jack 13. beats Magni. Jack beats Magni as well. Yeah, maybe. I think so, but uh, Pere- Michelle Pereira, who I think has just had an opponent fall out, and Jack did yeah. fucking no damage. So yeah, Jack, you never know. Jack, Jack could come in yeah, Jack, to that fight. Jack could, be, could beat him too. Jack could beat him too. Yeah. Um, um, who's up? Who's further up? Well, number eleven's Masvidal, but he's booked. Yeah, no, who cares about that? Yeah. Whatever, just whatever. Um, Nothing. Like, we never take that fight. Jeff Neal. Good fight. That's a very good fight. Yeah. It's a tough fight. Sean, Jeff Neal. Sean, Sean Brady. Jack beat Sean Brady. 
Um, yeah, I don't know enough about Brady, but like, obviously a bad boxer. I, can I make a call here? I'm not calling Usman or Leon or Colby just yet. Good. Not even not even Kamzat or Gilbert Burns. Like I'm not quite no, that's there good. <laughs> yet, right? So let's say those five, right? Let's say those five. I'm not sure. I'm, they might, but I'm not sure. I'll yeah. tell you who I do think he beats. I think he beats Bilal Muhammad. Now. Uh, yeah. I think he'd beat yeah. Bilal. If they fought tomorrow, I think Jack Della wins that fight. Could do. I think he has better hands than Bilal, and I don't think he's getting taken down. I just I want to see someone try and wrestle him more. Because I know we've seen I, him I think versus you're that one-day fight, but it was one round. I think you're gonna, I think you're gonna see some serious Australian takedown defense. I suspect, I so. based on his build and how strong he seems, and the way he fights, and what we saw against the the Dagestani, I feel like Jack Dell is another Rob Whitaker Volkanovski can't be taken down Australian wrestling guy. <laughs> well, Volkanovski's only been that guy, yeah, like two days ago. I disagree. He's always gotten up from everything. He's never been held down, bro. Just because he, he's, he's never, he's never been held he's down. Never been, been held down. down. So he was taking. Whereas Rob Whitaker just doesn't get. It's di- it's different taking defense, but you're talking about guys that can't get re- out wrestled. Volk's never been out wrestled. Yeah, never. sure. I'll, I'll that's yeah, I'll agree with that. I don't think Jack's getting out wrestled by Bilal Muhammad. I just don't think he would. I think I think Jack would piece him the fuck up. I think it would be bad. I don't think it'd be close. I actually think that's a terrible matchup for Bilal. Maybe. I don't know. I think it's a bad matchup. I think it's a bad matchup for for wrestlers that think they can strike, like Sean Brady and Bilal Muhammad. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Uh, that's what I think. I think it's a terrible matchup for wrestlers that think they can strike. Terrible matchup. But then you're talking about like Jack against a Leon. Very good. F- that's a wow. Like I know this is crazy to jump to this already, but I've I said before I rate him this highly, and I said if he's as good as I think he is he'd make it look easy he made it look easy so therefore I'm still on the train that he's as good as I think he is and I think he could be a future world champion I think he can be a future world champion I think putting him in with Leon now I think Leon wins sure um, I tomorrow think, I think next Le- week yeah yeah I think Leon's just got the experience he's seen yeah. more but um, he's fighting for the title in the next two years yes I think two years from now he's, he's fought for the title if not the champion yeah, I thought it was interesting. Bisping said the same, basically. He was like... I think he said... Jack said something about this time next year. And... Yeah. I well, I mean, let's Bisping say he has two like, more this fights time this next year. year you let's say he beats event. the top... Let, yeah, dude, let's say he beats Vicente Luque. Let's say he fights Luque. That's yeah. number nine. Okay, he's, he's in the top ten. Then at the end of the year, he has another fight, and it's against six, five, six, seven. All of a sudden, he's in the top five, and it's the start of this year. Yeah. You're arguing title shot. Worst case, number one contender main event fight. Would be cool to see him versus Wonderboy, to be honest. Because that's a fight Wonderboy might take as a striker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, and that's... I'm not sure how I feel about that fight. No, I don't know how I feel about it either. I could see Wonderboy putting on what wonder boy does and just having it yeah. they're having the style and having the iq and the experience but i don't know i also could see jack really putting that young boy pressure on an older man yeah. you know what i mean like yeah that do you still have it gas tank on him that do you still have it pressure i don't know i yeah. don't know because i've seen wonder boy both overcome those young guys but also fall to them too like it's it's not impossible Wonderboy can turn back the clock. Yeah, wow. 
Wow. Okay. So let's talk about the last point I want to talk about was coming back to Australia. I mean, I mm. think we fucking earned it pretty well, didn't we? To come oh, back. Yeah. I, would you say again this year, end of the year, a pay per view? Yeah. I mean, they said they wanted to come back this year. Um, yeah. I think they'll probably do a different city. But... Oh, God. Yeah. You have to do a different season in Perth. See, you, dude, you got to do fucking. Oh, it'll be Melbourne. It hasn't been Sydney or Brisbane in so long. Can it please be Brisbane? It hasn't been Brisbane since Bigfoot and Mark Hunt fought. <laughs> dude, it's been like. 12 years since it's been a Brisbane card, please, in my hometown, for the love of fucking Christ. But I'll take Melbourne. I'll take Melbourne or Sydney. But it's got to be yeah. one of those three. You can't do another one. Ugh, yeah, I think they come back. I think they give a Volk. I think they give Volk a fight end of the year. I think they maybe do Whitaker versus middleweight champion. Yeah. If 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 Whitaker convincingly beats Kamzat, which he will. Oh, God, he, well, that's not even... Fucking... That's not Dude. even that much of a fight. No, I no, I don't out. think it is. I think he fucking absolutely bodies Hamza. I think, he but I don't. But I'm just bodies Hamza. I'm not convinced that fight's going to happen. Yeah. No, neither am I. But I'm just saying, if it does happen, if it does happen, Rob, I Rob's think Whitaker wins. Body him. I don't. Yeah, like... the fact that Gilbert Burns, who is like, oh my really a big lightweight, more than a welterweight. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and not as good a striker as Rob Whitaker. No, not close. And um, the, why why did comes out after striking them because you're going to take him down? You think you're taking down Robert Whitaker? Well, he, he took he took Burns down. He just got to a point where Burns was Robert like, Whitaker's taking defense things. is better than Gilbert Burns. Oh, thousand percent, thousand percent. But that's but what I'm just I'm saying. Like, and he's what, a bigger, I'm just way bigger guy. What made Hamza like, stand in that welterweight fight was yeah, um, Burns being tricky on the ground. Yeah, and yeah, he was like, true. I don't want I don't want that fucking smoke. Yeah. Um, no, you're right. Whereas, that, that whereas, is amazing. whereas Rob Whitaker, I like. You've seen like Romero's gone for him and taken him down, and he's popped back up like a fucking spring. You know, I don't see. Oh, Hamza there's not doing a it. world Hamza takes him down. Hamza better stay at fucking welterweight because if he fights Robert Whitaker, he's gonna die. <laughs> I don't think that's close, bro. No, like I think I it comes up for Izzy. I'd I'd be like, oh, that's a closer fight, Hamza. Hamza's worst matchup that's possible in the UFC is Robert, is yeah. Robert fucking Whitaker by yeah. a landslide the worst, the worst stylistic matchup so Hamza calling for that I'm like please take that fight because that is a hype train derail Rob can ride straight to a fucking title shot you know what yep. I mean if he convincingly yep. beat the piss out of Hamza and like knocked him out you could be like, yep. have a fight, is he a third time? Or if it's Alec Pereira, there's no dispute you have that be the next fight. Oh, know? yeah. Because Rob, Rob just needs to win one more fight or just get injured, not have to fight. And if Alex wins, <laughs> Alex is in defense against Rob because you can't have anyone else fight for the title yeah. after Izzy other than Rob. Um, yeah. And it's like, and... what else do you do? If Costa's refusing to fight Rob, all you have in front of you is like Strickland and Hamza. Oh, God. And the and as Rob said, they could have Strickland goes in on a week's notice. They could have brought Strickland in to fight um, Rob, but clearly they had different plans for Rob. Well, that's what yeah. Rob thought. And but Rob also thought it might be for negotiation tactics for yeah, the I reckon Alex rematch to keep Rob free. Whereas if Rob was booked, they'd be like, "Well, what else are you going to do for the middleweight title?" And they'd yeah. be like, "Well, we've got Rob there, so you better fucking yeah. sign." Not that I think they yeah. needed to have even brought that up. But I think no, they liked having but... it in the back pocket in case. Yeah. 
Um, but now they've got to book Rob for something and he's beaten everyone else in the division bar Costa and Costa doesn't want to fight him. So no. what do you do? What do you do? Yeah. Strickland's a... T- what? No. Yeah, please. look, it's not a fight. It's, it's not a fight. It's not a fight. It's not close. It's not close. There's there's, there's those fights that you're like, I know, I know what's going to happen. There's not a universe yeah. Strickland beats him. You think Strickland's going to knock they're him just out? just levels what? apart. Like, they're, they're, I don't like to use levels as a term. Yeah. Um, but there's levels but they are, this they are levels apart. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Whereas it's Rob, Izzy, and, and Alex at that top yep. because I think Rob fights Alex I think Rob I think I lean towards Rob winning that but Alex is fuck still a threat but the is other it, question is, is if Alex beats if Alex beats if Alex beats Izzy in the rematch and then Alex leaves the division and goes up and Rob never got to fight yep. I'll be pissed I'll yeah be fucking pissed. yeah anyway okay so next I guess to end this, what do you? Th- you've had time to think about it. Are you leaning towards rematch straight away? What's next? Or no, I'm still leaning. Defend? I'm still leaning towards defend a couple okay. times. But I, I would I'm be. So, I would be. I would be overjoyed if they did the rematch because it just takes it takes that out of my hands, and I'm like, cool. Yeah. I can just be excited for this now. Yeah. Fuck the other divisions, I, whatever. I, but I am like. I, but I am like. I, really, they have a responsibility to their divisions. Yep. They You're like up. they do. Sorry, they are the champions. They do have a responsibility to their divisions to keep Mate, fighting. Well, give it up. I don't I've... even care about that featherweight belt anymore. It doesn't matter. No, sure, but like the other featherweights do, and I think give Volk's it to the him. Type of guy. Let him have it. Let him fight over a fake belt. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. You know, and Volk can I come back whenever he wants. I definitely like. I'm. I'm. The most exciting thing you can do with Volkanovski is put him in with either another lightweight or Islam. Really, Islam, but then another lightweight. No, no, the, no. I down. mean, I, if you said he's going to fight Dustin, I'm like, what the fuck? Why? No, fight Yair. If you're not fighting Islam, yeah, you go right. back to featherweight. That's how I feel. If you're not fighting Islam, go back to featherweight. Yeah, I can, like I can... there's 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 nothing else there. So that's how I feel about it. If he fights Yair next, cool. I'm fairly confident Rob. Uh, Rob Alex is going to win that fight. Anyway, it's yep. a tough matchup. Yaya definitely has a chance. Definitely 100% has a chance. I do think Volk will grind him out and and yeah. and finish him. I just think Volk's um, too good in close. Um, yeah. I, I, like, I just, like, I think I overrated. And train that was, that was he... what I was going to say. That was what I forgot I was going to say during the fucking... Um, when we were talking about Yaya Emmett. I think I really overrated Yaya's hands. In his fights versus Ortega and yeah. uh, Max, I think they're both very hittable, and that made Yaya look like a better boxer than he is. He looked pretty flappy at times. I thought during that, yeah. during that, it's his kick. Fight. Well, it's kicks that are the X factor for him. The oh, way he 100%. throws kicks, the angle he throws kicks, and the but, way he can kick and throw a punch off of a kick, like it's crazy. Yeah, for sure. But he's he's clearly working on his hands. They are getting better, but I think I just thought that they were exponentially better than they actually are. Yeah. Um, because he was fighting yeah. two very headstrong people. Yeah, look, I still strongly lean towards Volk beating Yair. Yeah. It's definitely, 100%. it's not a guarantee. It's not a like a Korean zombie where you're like, well, this is, we know where this, this is. This is a bit of a layout. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, where I'm like, okay, I mean, I am intrigued at this questions and, and Yair could win, yeah. but I'm definitely strongly lean towards Volk. Islam fights Benil Charles winner, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I think if Charles beats Benil 
and Fazeev beats Gaethje, Fazeev gets the then shot. Fazeev gets so it, I think there's yeah. a few angles there, right? But like, let's say yeah. most likely, let's just say for argument's sake, Benil fights. Islam defends the belt next. Benil, yep. Fazeev, whoever. Um, they both defend once, rematch. That's what I want to see. Yeah, do it for Christmas. I, I prefer the rematch straight away, but worst case, I don't want to see multiple title defenses. Like, if they both defended, I'm like, you have to have a fight again. What yeah, the I'm fuck happy are with you one doing? defense. What the fuck are you doing if you're risking losing that, that rivalry and that rematch and that money fight when they've both gone and won their next fight? Like, Alex goes and wins another fight and he's straight back in there. It's like, he still looks unbeatable. It's an easier sell now that one of them has lost, which is weird. Like, it's it's an easier fight to sell now. Because, because the guy that lost looks like he can definitely win. Yeah, exactly. Like, you, you can be more confident picking Volk now. Whereas... Before, Dude, I, picking it, picking Volk ask, was based on like him improving in a lot of areas, based like without. If the betting line came out improve. tomorrow for the rematch, who's the favorite? I think. Oh, Islam! Islam's the favorite. Do you reckon? I yeah, reckon Islam's the, the favorite. I reckon and the punter like would jump on Volk quick. Yeah, it would be super close. It'd be tight odds. We're well, yeah. not a three to one like it was. No, 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 no that no, was no. ridiculous. Ridiculous, and I thought I was like, this is fucking ridiculous. Such disrespect. Such disrespect to Volkanovski. Not anymore. Mm. No one's going to be disrespecting Volkanovski anymore. I'll tell you that. No. I'll tell you that right now. No, it's, it's close odds now. I think Islam's still the favourite. But I think that it's still close. Yeah. You're right. Okay. That's right. it. We're Two having... and a half fucking hours of breaking this oh down. Oh my God. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in, for listening to this episode, for supporting us on the launch of Switching Stances on YouTube, on podcast services, Instagram, Twitter. We appreciate the fuck out of all of you. We had a really fun launch great content out there we want to build this mma community um mm-hmm. it, so just thank you for the support and thank you for for watching and tuning in and, and giving a listen um and be sure to like give us a review leave a comment on youtube for the algorithm um and yeah anything else you want to throw in there guys now when are we gonna be back because i'm i assume we're not doing something for andrage versus definitely not shout out uh, to blanchfield that final short notice yeah she, I'm she very for the belt but you know, whatever. Um, um, I also assume we're I'd not say going to talk about Krilov spam. So well, I say we'll be, John we'll, Jones. be back, we'll be back for Cyril Garn John Jones preview. Yeah, will be the next. Okay, one. cool. Give it so a three weeks, three weeks, three weeks. Yeah, three weeks. We'll be back for unless there's some like big news. If something happens between now and then, that's like episode. Yeah, worth. we can always do a half hour. You know. Yeah, it definitely won't be as long as this, but we could do a shorter episode in maybe a week or two, um, depending yeah. on big news. But otherwise, we'll be back in three weeks to preview John Jones, Cyril Garn for the heavyweight title, um, which is mm-hmm. um, obviously a very big fight, very big card. Um, some good fights in that card. Yeah. I'm all right. Awesome. See you all then. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. Bye.